This is Movies, a podcast about the act of cinema. And with me today is Hans, who was so eager to tell us about, what is this, some Netflix <laughs> show you just discovered? What is it, Kingdom? It's a new, it's a new website they're opening called To Doom, uh, and it's an editorial website. That's going to have articles about Netflix shows. Like what? Uh, I don't know. Your top 10 favorite smiles and stranger things. <laughs> I don't know. It's not up yet. <laughs> but I'm sure it's for shit like that. Damn. You know? Maybe this website could have saved Cowboy Bebop if they just gave a contrarian yeah. take. Actually, you know what? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's kind of good. Maybe John Cho actually looks young on this show and hip. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole... Hey, we all watched Cowboy Bebop while we were filming Mass State Lottery. We've got Jerry back on the show. Jerry, how are you doing? I, I'm all right. I'm choking, but I'm all right. I don't know if we could say we watched the Cowboy Bebop. I think it was it was on. I looked yeah. at it in passing as we were like going in different rooms or getting drunk. But I, I swear to God, the only scenes I saw were like the mean scenes that we saw on the internet of... Uh, of Ed, the scene of Ed and uh, John Cho on the, I guess Spike and Ed on uh, where he's like laying on the ground, and yeah, it looked horrible. I'm glad they got canceled. I guess. You know how you know Jerry's getting old? Is he called it the Cowboy Bebop? Did I say Cowboy Bebop? <laughs> yeah. Wow, dude. And uh, joining us is Tim. Back so soon? Yeah. Is it really? I don't know. I've lost complete track of time. I, you know what? Hans and I did a bunch <laughs> of shows where we just made up shit as we went along. Like we were supposed to do a show, I think, on Jim Cummings, and then that never happened. And we were supposed to do a show with Be Nice to Me Productions before we started filming, and then that didn't happen. So we're just like, all right, we're gonna, well, let's just record something. We'll figure out what the theme of the show is after the fact. So in terms of like the movie's episodic timeline yes especially on youtube i think that's the last one we had out is the show we did on nobody and uh hamlet 2 which uh was well liked that's a mostly, great pairing mostly nobody and almost mostly no nobody. a little bit too. of hamlet 2 <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah yeah right. uh so tonight we're going to be talking about lolita the stanley kubrick film from 1968 mm uh, Wait, Hans, this is a favorite of yours, I believe. No one said this to me. I'm not prepared for this at all. That's what the theme was. I watched Russian Lolita last night, which is a different movie. Is that the one where she lives in the woods? <laughs> no, it's the one with the same plot as the first half of of Kubrick's Lolita, uh, but he, they just fuck, is it? So, like, imagine if the mom never dies and the stepdad just fucks the daughter and then the mom finds out and then they have threesome. That's Russian Lolita. <laughs> Is that stretched I, into 90 minutes or two hours? It's like an hour long. It's like an hour long porn. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is a like, solid 58 minute movie. I'm also pretty sure it's banned. That's kind of, it's kind of, so don't watch it. I'm pretty sure it's bad <laughs> for the reason that you're thinking. For the reason right. you're thinking. So I, so you didn't watch Russian Lita earlier today. That's what you're saying. Oh yeah, no, I, we're yeah. recording. Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't see. <laughs> I didn't. I haven't. Right. I haven't. Don't go to my website and buy it. No, it was just some some uh, friend of Jerry's told him about. I don't it. think I, I've I know. Ever, I don't think I've ever watched any rendition of Lolita, and but. 
I'm always, that's always a red flag when you meet a girl and she's into Lolita, either the book or the film. I'm always like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> all right. I don't know how long this will last, but uh, it should be interesting. You, you just described every single girl between the age of 18 and 30 from 2012 to 2019 about. Uh, that was, it was very big on Tumblr, especially back in the day. There'd be, but not even like the Kubrick Lolita. Where it's like very it clearly, me. this is a eleven-year-old girl in James Mason. It they always brought out the uh, Jeremy Irons, old right. but sexy Lolita from nineteen ninety-seven. You know, mm. well, isn't isn't that a thing too? Nymph aesthetic, right? Sure. Where like a hot chick with a cup tits just wears like a Care Bear fucking shirt, and you're like, you're twenty-five years old, Juno. But I mean, <laughs> I love the nipples. Elliot, yeah, uh, yeah. They would either go Lolita, or they would, or, or they would go uh, Edgar Allan Poe. That was like the two sides oh, that yeah. they could take. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I love the, I love Poe, and uh, I love really old guys or their cadavers. Either yeah. way, as yeah, long yeah. as they're extremely old. Yeah. Hey, why don't we get into the fact that we all shared a a, a home together for a period of time? We are technically a family now. We did celebrate uh, an early Thanksgiving by taking a trip to, what was it, Target and getting some TV dinners. Actually, I have to derail this because Tim brought up a good point in that, uh, what's his name, Elliot, uh, fuck, Elliot Page or whatever, in two movies, um, as a teenager, had sex with a man in his 40s. Because in the movie Super, uh, they they force themselves on uh, what, what's Wilson? the guy's fucking name? Yeah, Rain Wilson. Wait, uh, there's also that really awkward scene where they're like, "Oh, I'm all gushy." There's the reverse with hard candy. I was just gonna bring up hard candy because I uh, uh, that was <laughs> prophetic. Now uh, I guess in the at that uh, it is Ellen Page going, you know, single white female on a dude for ninety minutes cut, making him think she cut off his balls spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> but hard candy is uh that's an excellent uh kind of that ties in with lolita uh, in a lot of ways but that's like a an amazing minimalist study in the psychology of color i think uh that movie it does a lot with color i remember passing out at one point are you sure you were just very bored with the movie that's called epilepsy. If colors, <laughs> if bright colors are making you fucking pass out, then you have epilepsy. Well, I was watching. I was watching it with my friend and uh, my girlfriend at the time, and I, I I had to pause it halfway through the uh, the ball scene, and it's like just this rotating camera, and it goes to like these washes of color during that. And I went into the bathroom, and then they heard me uh, just hit. They heard a thunk, and <laughs> my girlfriend just, came in. Just imagine. Like, like but sixteen-year-old Tim, wallet in his mouth. Your sixteen-year-old Tim watching Pokemon and passing out because it's uh, <laughs> flashing. No, no, no. <laughs> Who's that Pokemon? Oh, I can't do it. Who was it? Who was it? I always miss it. That's not funny. That's terrible. Some people that do yeah. have epilepsy. We shouldn't make that joke, guys. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, me. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. It's not dog pile on Tim and his Netflix. 
Does that movie hold up? Have any of you guys seen Hard Candy since it came out? Because I'll tell you what, not a related film at all, but from around the same time. I recommended to Jake Hanrahan. I said, hey, did you ever see this movie, The Sacrament? Which is basically two vice reporters go check out a Jim Jones cult. And everybody Mm -hmm. I've ever spoken to says, oh, that's a pretty good movie. That's a good horror movie. It's a solid film. I was like, well, you you might like it, but I don't know. I haven't seen it since about 2012, 2013, whenever it came out. They said, all right, yeah, I'll check it out. And I go on Letterboxd the next day. And it's a half a star from Jake Hanrahan. It just says, there's not an original thought throughout this film. There's, like, this is not real journalism. He was locked up in an Afghanistan <laughs> yeah, prison. He ate, he ate sand for a whole month, Hans. It's, <laughs> he almost yeah. died. It's not to be but, joked about. I do actually hate that, and I do have a couple of friends who have letterboxes that, uh, like, were followed or whatever, so I might get an alert if they do a fucking uh, a review, or I'm, I might, you know, just be scrolling through their fucking letterbox, and I have seen them review films that I've recommended. No, dude, The Duelist sucks. Not enough camera work, just a bunch of shots of fields, pretty much bullshit. You motherfucker. I talked <laughs> no to you for land. 30 minutes about how much I like that movie, and your review is <laughs> fuck this? You feel like a failure. You feel like a stupid piece of shit. Like, damn, how could I get it so right? Not even a polite one star, half a star. <laughs> yeah, I remember enjoying that. Maybe I was just very into Ty West's work when it came out, that I thought it was better than it is, but I remember enjoying that movie. I don't know. I've never been kidnapped, though, or incarcerated, or, you know. A lot of women have a kidnapping fetish, too. Speaking of Nymphet and Lolita and (laughs) Mass mass State Lottery. Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of Mass State Lottery, uh, yeah, kidnapping fetish. Who did we kidnap from Mass State Lottery? For a fetish? For Liam. Ooh. Handsome Liam. We all tied him down and put tape over his mouth and we kept did. him at the B&B. We did strip his shirt off of him in the middle of the night and had like three or four grown men touching his, his body too. I do have a photo of Hans wrapping his arm around <laughs> Liam's upper body, embracing Liam. Has he messaged you to let you know that he's got like the worst cold that a man has had? Because he was no, sitting in that. He'll never message us. He'll never message us. He was sitting there for yeah for about two hours where you guys were trying to figure out the blood, just half naked. Yeah. Uh, in the middle <laughs> yeah. of what, like yeah. forty degree weather? Like yeah. Thirty-five, forty degree weather. No, the guy's a super good sport, but I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, "Fuck that, that dude!" Those yeah. guys made me sit out in the middle of Boston winter. These sons of bitches. My second movie or whatever. Yeah, he uh, he definitely had a lot of patience for the shoot. So full disclosure. Oh, talk about ep- epilepsy. Um, Dude, don't kill Tim, bro. Don't do. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Sorry, Tim. Still upload the episode though. This will be a lot of views. But don't. <laughs> uh, so originally, no, Tim. Sorry, Tim was just knocked out by the PewDiePie fist that's on his chair. <laughs> <laughs> Originally, we, we were supposed to have a... It's a callback to like 100 episodes ago or whatever. <laughs> that was a, that's not even the show. TV. Yeah, was, this is, this this is, is a, a different program. show. There's some uh, guy out there being like, ha, 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 I'm the only guy that watched both. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing a Tim and a PewDiePie t-shirt. That he made himself. Yes, he's back. <laughs> so when we were shooting Mass State Lottery, Stan 
from Sewer City TV was supposed to be accompanying us. He was supposed to join us for one reason or another. That did not work out. So <clears throat> on short notice, we wound up getting this actor who will go unnamed at this time. And everything was set to go with this actor to play the role that Stan was originally supposed to play in the film, which is a pretty big part. And then this guy, what was it, 48 hours before shooting. This was just a bad day in general. So much bad shit happened in this day. Unbelievable. All the hard drive stopped working. The camera batteries. The SD card. The SD Jake's Black Magic. We never even really got to use it because it just decided to self-destruct that day. Uh, Aside from you working with uh, Patrick, Hans, that was like the only bright spot. And, And the people at the... At the diner, not giving us a hard time about showing up early. So, True. 48 hours before uh, call time for this actor to play this role, Cowboy, he tests positive for COVID on another film he's working on at the same time. Now, I don't know if that was actually the case or what. I'm trying to figure out a solution here. I'm like, well, maybe you and I could just shoot the scenes. Hans is worried he's going to give his dad COVID on the way back and kill him. Yeah. So, <laughs> It's just a very dodgy situation. And uh, I reached out to a friend of mine who plays another role in, in the movie, pretty big role. And uh, he gave me a couple of contacts, but I decided to take a chance on the only other New England actor who applied for this role because they were all like New York or um, Pennsylvania for some reason. And uh, th- his audition was like four months old. This was a while back. And... Um, just by chance, he happened to be available. He was from Providence. He came out, and that guy was Liam. And the rest is is history. Very hard worker, good sport. Showed up both days. Was a great team player. Had a bad rash the second day. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Spencer's blood uh, really gave him a, or, or rather the uh, the prosthetic, really gave him a bad allergic reaction. We had to cover that up with makeup. Uh, did not wash off in the shower. There was just red all over his throat. Oops. I didn't know. You did a great, did a great job with the makeup because I didn't notice that the second day. Uh, I think I did. I thought it was maybe just like because, you know, it really takes a long time to, to get off. Uh, but wow. You thought he was from the rubbing? From just yeah, him rubbing yeah, scrubbing and, you know, trying, to, trying, to, trying to get it off. Sometimes it gets red because you're trying to get it off, but that I didn't know that it was an allergic reaction. I mean, in that case, then he 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 might still work with us again, just because he seems to be the single most patient actor in the world, right? The history yeah. of anything, yeah. Like I wonder. Even I was like, even I was like, come on, guys, fuck, right, right, I'm cold. <laughs> well, I yeah, just smoked a cigarette Hobbs for. Was just sitting for... There <laughs> 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 it's like a Oof. fucking puddle that's spinning in front of it. It's like two inches thick, too. <laughs> fucking so big in there. It looks like a fucking box. I've never seen anyone handle a cigarette worse than Hans. And he didn't even <laughs> didn't even finish the cigarette. Smoke. Look, I understand yeah. it, it's a difficult thing if you if you're not a smoker or whatever. But uh, I yeah. mean, you can put back drinks very easily, Hans, and you couldn't you couldn't do three quarters of a cigarette. Yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't three. Qu- well, it was, it was like three quarters. quarters. Yeah. I, uh, I had. A, was, I had plenty uh, of a cigarette to smoke afterward. I was out. That's pretty gross. I kept spitting. Uh, but but uh, 
yeah, it was out for what, like an hour and a half, maybe two hours. After <laughs> no, <that? laughs> just like, not feeling it was, okay. It was <laughs> about forty-five minutes an hour. Yeah, we're, yeah, and we have a photo up on Instagram, right? Can you pull that up, Hans? Can we just take a look at you to illustrate this for for the audience at home? Sure. Yeah, pull, yeah, pull you, that up. We got our you look real on. rough. That was uh, um, you look like you just had a battle with food poisoning for a week. I stepped in front of him at one point, like taking pictures, and I could see how irritated he was that anybody else was having any other time except for the bad time he was having. (laughs) I was so miserable. And then fucking Spencer comes around and he's like, fucking get it together. And I was like, fuck you, Spencer. (laughs) like, shit. (laughs) I was like, I have never felt worse. And he's just like, come on. Hurry up. Hold on. I think this is the, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, it's the photo on my Instagram that is uh, initially Tim and Liam at the bar. BTS. Oh, wait, it's not this one? No, no, yeah, yeah, no, that is. Yeah, it. that is, that is it. Okay. There you go. Can we just zoom in oh, on, on you there? God, Spencer's the face was just covered yeah. in fake blood that night. Face and everything. he didn't yeah. get sick. He probably downed a good quarter of that. So there you go. There, yeah. that uh, was you at a better moment uh, while you were struggling. You can see all the sweat on his forehead and his nose right there. All that shine is pure. Look at his hair is greasy now. Yeah, it's a very Jack Nicholson. So scalp. much, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Same hairline, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Jerry, Jerry took one. Jerry took one of me that was like half cuff. And it, it looks like a like a psycho like, <laughs> like I'm in the middle of coughing, so it's just motion it's of me blurry. like dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the, that was that was insane. Anybody wondering? It was a it was a Newport Red 100 that Hans had to smoke, which is you know a pretty stout cigarette in and of itself. Um, but shout out to Nick Smoker. His review. Is he still around? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he's long gone by now. <laughs> YouTube attacked him so hard, dude. I swear, I swear, man. My 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 one of my biggest regrets is not jumping on the bandwagon and trying to save Nick the Smoker. That was content that we needed. Just who's Nick I, the Smoker? Was it the early videos just, that you made would, where you were smoking would, weed? <laughs> no. <laughs> he would buy a pack of cigarettes and he would smoke a cigarette and he would be like, ah, American spirit. Robust flavor. Ripe taste, three stars or whatever the fuck, like uh, like an eight minute video, and it was so fucking good. Tobacco autism. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It's like it was like the train guy with the fucking camera that faces himself. You know, and he's like, ah, oh, here comes an Austin three hundred. Yo, oh, I'm glad I woke up for this. And it's like, oh hell yeah, dude. It's like watching a three year old, but he's twenty two. Yeah, you've never seen anyone happier to see a fucking ugly, dirty train in England. (laughs) (laughs) He got taken out when they started doing the uh, demonetizing, right? When they started trying to clean up YouTube 2017. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Nicholas Smoker, he got hit hard. He was one of those guys that, like, really nobody heard about until he got uh, hit hard by the algorithm or whatever. Uh, And then a lot of people were like, what the fuck? I actually, I I just got... uh, Come completely fucking throttled on YouTube like 15 days ago or something like that. Where I was at like 3,000 views a day or some shit, and it just tunneled all the way down to two, which is like that's just me looking at the 
the dashboard, basically, being like, how? Okay, we get any comments today? Like, it completely throttled it. So I'm, I'm at the back end of it. But Nick the Smoker was, like, one of the first. That just happened to me with Nick Instagram, the where I was getting a certain amount of uh, viewers on every single story. Like, I think on an average day, if I did a couple of stories, right? If I did, like, three stories, each story would get about over 200, maybe 250. And then it dropped down to, like, 120. And mm-hmm. I found out, Insta- and I don't know if you guys know about this, Instagram instituted a, um, a filter that is programmed automatically to, like, filter out offensive content. And then you can turn that off if you go into settings. They just programmed everybody mm-hmm. to that. So I guess I posted some offensive things in the past. I don't know. I'm very, I've been feeling very bad about that lately. I feel very remorseful. Yeah. About getting thrown a lot of Instagram. Yeah. Because yeah. I was bad. Yeah. Probably because you, you you tell it like it is, you know. The, the, <laughs> yeah, that's what these apps don't like when you tell it like it is. So true. Uh, Nick the Smoker is back, by the way. His last he is back. He's from two months ago, oh, for October. Did we watch one of his videos. I just uh, yeah, I just sure. when I googled it, I'm like, but he only has a hundred and fifty-seven thousand subs. This dude's been around for so long; his count should be huge, dude. Like if you go to his there's, first video, his first video is probably eight years ago. There's like no promotion or, or I mean no intro, no anything. Just yeah, it's just. Where's he from? I've been MIA, but coming back. I told you I was going to come back eventually. I don't know. This time coming up with another sick video today. This one. Weird accent. Let's go. Well, that pack is cool. Mm. 75th anniversary. Um, so P cigarettes is a native cigarettes. It is. Dude. He's legit. <laughs> he's using like his fucking camera audio and shit in his garage, yeah. but he but he spent clearly like two hundred dollars to get cigarettes imported from fucking Japan. You know what I mean? He could probably build a great soundstage there. Fuck that. I'm buying expensive cigarettes. <laughs> He can't, yeah, he can't, he can't, one. can't even find one painted wall in his house that he can I appreciate that he's smoking them in the garage like he normally does probably right you know? yep, yeah yep. this is where I smoke in my garage <laughs> when his obviously enormous wife won't allow him to smoke inside the house so he has to go to the garage <laughs> that's a cool box Jerry just, do you actually, like, do you get stoned and just watch this guy talking about cigarettes for 15 minutes? He told you, listen, he said he watched gay porn without the porn. And you're surprised he watches cigarette reviews? What the fuck? Gay porn without the porn is hilarious, dude. I'm just saying. Hey, I'm, what, I'm just saying. It's a very hey, extreme example. What it's you just got the gay, there. though. It is oh, just the gay. It's yeah. just my hog. Gay <laughs> porn without the porn. It's just gay. Well, then, why don't you let me clean that hog for you? <laughs> All right. And then the next scene, they're just driving a truck together. And you're like, oh, I know what just happened. They're best happened. friends. I know what just happened. To me, it looks like it's pretty just much very much relaxed look on their face. <laughs> One guy's just very nice to each other. <laughs> oh. um, we got that hog cleaned. Yeah, 
I agree. I'm trying to get a Chinese cigarette, dude. You ever heard about the nicotine levels in Chinese cigarettes? Or it's like, uh, it's like one Chinese cigarette is like like tantamount to two or three packs of nicotine worth of uh, American cigarettes. It's like unregulated. So they just fucking, they just get you the craziest fucking head change. I want to try it. I'm sure it gives you cancer, right? Like, I wonder if that's why Chinese old people look ancient. Because you know, they really dri- dried <laughs> from all the tobacco. You they know? smoke two of those super strong cigarettes <laughs> and just rips the moisture out of their skin. They just shrivel. Because what's the reason for them to look young for about 50 years? And then within a year or two, it's like, oh, that person is 300 years old. And they're, you know, a mythical creature. <laughs> I think that's just how pe- some people are. I think people just age differently. Hans, can we pull up some pictures of old Chinese people? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, Hans, do you? You're Chinese. Do you have any relatives in your family that that have like really bad, <laughs> bad uh, backs or skin or aches? No, I mean, uh, every one of them, as they get old, they start getting shit like this, like moss like that. Because I've seen That's it fucking my horrible. Dad. What is that, candy it corn is. on the side of his eye? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, like beans. Uh, his teeth are skin. in good shape, but his, his, his face is... Ooh. Does he has like a oh. skin tag. A lot of them. Oh. <laughs> Those are like moles or something? Some old yeah. guy mole stuff. Yep. Why am I? Why am I pulling this up? I don't why know. am I being? Bra- I don't know. My people? They're just they're just old people. Like that's just how old people look. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, yeah. That tooth. Good. That one tooth. You know how much fucking meat that one tooth is probably cutting its day. <laughs> Uh, I remember one of the most horrifying videos I've ever seen is this toothless man that orders French fries from a restaurant, but he can't bite into them. So he just sucks the salt out of them and puts them on a plate. So he just grabs every single one and just what? Hey. sucks to suck. <laughs> and I've never been able to find it again. It's the worst video I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, Maybe I've dreamed, had a dream and that's what happened. <laughs> to me, but, you know, Because I've never been able to find it. Maybe I just dreamt it. Uh, but yeah, it was horrible. Are you sure you weren't watching your father eat one day? No, he's got fake teeth. He's got like the, you know, the the boogie teeth. Oh, he's got oh, the, like ears. the perfect, just... the perfectly straight horse teeth. They're so creepy looking. Yeah, that's one they... thing I don't get. Dentists, no. Like dentists, if you go to your dentist, you're like, oh, I'm trying to get my teeth fixed or whatever. They'll be like, well. If you do too much, it'll look, you know, it'll look inauthentic. So you have to have your teeth look like this because it'll change your jaw shape and all this other stuff. But whenever motherfuckers get those teeth, I feel like a dentist is just like, oh, $100,000? Let's do it, bud. Who cares? And a motherfucker just, they come out with the worst, most straight, perfect teeth. And you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? The you bottom teeth with those. The bottom teeth become very noticeable for whatever reason. So every time they mm-hmm. talk, they just like pop up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Yep. Yeah. And they touch. They all their teeth touch, and it's like a it's like a perfect gate of teeth. <laughs> Fucking yeah. strange. Fucking ugh. 
I have like an overbite or whatever, so I can I can look like slack jawed and retarded most of the time. So like if people don't look kind of close to slack jawed and retarded, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? This guy. And I have a gap. If your teeth are better than mine, dude, mmm. We're gonna fight. It's like eighty percent of the population. Like, yeah, I'm gonna say teeth. everyone you know. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, Jerry. We're we're good. <laughs> no one is too high here. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of teeth, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing with that. Somebody tell me about Lolita. Did anybody watch it? <laughs> Who here will admit to watching Lolita? Wait, didn't we watch? We watched that. Did we do it? episode no we were supposed to we watched it and we were supposed see jerry and i had a kubrick series go and we're going to resume that kubrick series because people on youtube just discovered it and i'm getting a nice 50 dollar check from youtube because of it let's go Um, for whatever reason eyes wide shit i mean it's christmas time that's why and the Ghislaine maxwell trials going on so that probably helps too very Mm -hmm. in the christmas spirit uh the first part of our eyes wide shut (laughs) podcast just Popped on YouTube after three years. So we're going to do a, a third part to that very soon for Christmas. But yeah, we had a Kubrick retrospective special series of podcasts and we did not finish it. We did. We were going to do Lolita. I watched Lolita for the show. That was the last time I watched it and we never got around to it. So why don't we just cover that now right here on movies? I mean, yeah, no some really creepy shots like you get it you get the idea of the movie because you understand the book but i don't it, think it was it serious up, jerry i don't think he actually it opens up about very <laughs> actually want to talk about oh yeah I, I mean there are some creepy ass shots in May, well th- th- this is the thing i thought of later what's that guy uh judd apatow he did a movie or a show on netflix it's called love at one point, show his, his daughter's teeth. Uh, yeah, yeah, his daughter is in it, and she's like standing by the side of the road or whatever. And the shot starts; it's a pan shot. It starts from her feet and goes up her legs. She's wearing like short shorts or whatever. Travels all the way up her legs through her midriff, and then uh, gets up to her face, and then quickly wide on the whole thing. And it's a very like look at sexy girl shot and i'm like judd apatow that is your daughter and she is a minor in this film that's fucking weird and that's what i think of whenever i think of lolita is other times people have have put creepy ass shots in their film because that film is a lot of creepy ass shots yeah judd apatow probably wants to fuck his kid that's what i think (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that, that was what i was getting at also yes you know, I think Judd Apatow was the forty-year-old, was a forty-year-old virgin, or like a really old virgin, and that's why he made that movie. He, you know, he does seem the type of guy that would lose his virginity at like 27, 28. Yeah, I feel like he might have been really old. You Wait, know, how old is how old is his daughter, and how old is he? Because I mean, that could probably answer the question right there. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's what in her twenties now, and I don't think I don't think he's much older than fifty. So, yeah, it'll probably answer the question there. Hans, you got to do the research on it. Can we just pull up a picture yeah. of Judd Apatow? His Hans, pull that up. His daughter is 23 and Judd is 54. Okay. So that's, that's about yeah, so close. 30. You know, that's about right. 
Let's spell average years. child having age in America. Because, because, well, <clears throat> okay, all right. Oh, there's a, there's a, there's a breadcrumb trail forming here. Okay, so let's say that uh, knocked up was about him knocking up his wife the first time they slept together and he was a 40 year old uh, you know not a 40 year old virgin but an old virgin knocks up his wife that's the first daughter and that's his backstory through the movies he's made is he's... uh he he knocked up his wife and then they got married so let's just do the math there 23 54 what's that we won no. Well, how old is he? How old is he when he knocks up his wife? Then, if we're going based on twenty-three these? and fifty-one. So, oh, okay. So twenty-one minus minus thirty-one years old. Watch, he has to do math. How about funny 31. people? What is funny people think for this <laughs> right timeline? That's when he started. I just like the That's when he started to become less interesting so that is yeah, that a movie about a, co- a comedian who's aging out of the... here, here's what happens in funny people adam sandler gets cancer he beats cancer and then he starts sleeping with his old girlfriend who is with eric Bana. was that what funny people had in it i thought i watched funny people and i don't remember it being about that oh. okay so he's, he's 28 when he knocks up his wife Damn, 28 right is money. probably when he started to become rich so that women like his wife would pay attention to him because he was making like he was producing ben stiller movies what do you do luck of the irish he wrote that celtic celtic pride movie with dan Aykroyd and damon wayans classic snl duo uh freaks and geeks wasn't he a writer for that yeah that's his show yeah that's his show uh then there was a show that was after that that was his thing was the TV show. Undeclared? Yeah, Undeclared. I mean, those all got bought out like before they were made. And he also does have a reference, a kind, kind of uh, like shoehorned reference to um, pedof- uh, sex uh, offenders in Knocked Up as well, where they're looking at the sex offenders of the area on the uh, computer screen. If you remember that little... S- shoehorn scene little little all i'm saying is judd apatow is a creep <laughs> oh wow so I, he's new I, I had one there was i was uh, <laughs> i was with a, a dp on a on a shoot and we were looking around for locations for this like emergency like facebook video ad that we were working on and uh judd apatow i was shooting in Central Park, and we were walking past walking past him, screaming, just laying into two or three PAs or uh, you know associate producers or whoever, just laying into them, and uh, that was my experience with him: is watching him being absolute psycho to <laughs> like his crew. And I think the movie that was shooting was that movie with um, Amy Schumer. What was that movie? Oh, Trainwreck. Yeah, that's what it was. They were shooting train wreck and it was some scene and so that was my experience with him is watching him be an absolute uh, dick to his whole crew. Oh yeah. See I like that well, his... shit. Whenever everybody was like, Oh, Ellen DeGeneres, blah 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 blah. I'm like, okay, so we'll take Ellen out of the show. Where do those fucking people work? Right. Mm-hmm. Six flags, selling fucking corn dogs. Maybe she will fucking be a little bit of a bitch and make you a couple hundred thousand dollars a fucking year and you could shut the fuck up about it. 
Oh, she but goes also, out there and fucking dances, you little bitch. She's also a, a butch lesbian, right? Right. So I don't know if you've ever. I don't. I don't. I don't know if you. Is she a butch lesbian? Portia <laughs> I mean, if it, is not a butch lesbian. Yeah. So by relation, <laughs> yeah, you can say it. that she is. Uh, have you ever been to a McDonald's that's run by a butch lesbian manager? And how well those places run? I'm sure she's not nice. But she gets the work done, you know? So I see it the same way. <laughs> Ellen is just this abusive hey, butch lesbian. It's a long-standing trip. Rosie the- was the original one back into, I mean, some would maybe argue Oprah. We don't know about her personal life that much. Mm, but that's yes, the key to yeah. success in daytime television. You, you have to be completely fucking insane and, and muscle people into a corner. I did some, like, character research for the character that I play in fucking Opix or whatever. And that was essentially what I got from some of the actors I spoke to. Like, if you really want to do like a be a producer, just act like an asshole. Just yell at everybody for everything. Perfect. Got it. Oh, but how difficult of a role for you, Jerry? Just be a, <laughs> a guy that yells. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, dude. Okay, dude. <laughs> Look, I it's method acting, all right? I've been living the role for 33 years so that I could be prepared for when I finally play Angry Man number 5 in the next hey, uh Hey, listen, I got I, film. I got a uh, a character written for me that's a gay character, so I'm not going to complain about being, you know, a typecasted as some as something. You yeah. wrote a character for yourself that's a gay character, huh? No. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's so you can you you know you can live through yeah. the eyes of a gay man without having to worry about your own heterosexuality. Yeah, it's like those directors that use their hands to do the choking, but it would be my dick. <laughs> that's Tarantino. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm writing a script where it requires me to kiss a bunch of men. That's that's the story. <laughs> the story is he's just he's infatuated with kissing men right on the lips. Not even yeah. a make-out, just a lip-to-lip, classic lip-to-lip. For some reason, I, I see you being on your own set, doing your own script, and being like, oh, I'm, I'm making out with another guy in this? Who wrote oh, this? Well, come <laughs> on, time, guys. Beat early in the morning. Ah, oh, guys, come All on. Right, That's how every scene way. ends, is the characters have to kiss before, after they finish talking <laughs> and leave. Hey, guys. It, but uh, it's just... It's just I mean, enough so that you can feel moisture, and that's it. Like it's just as close as you feel wetness from the other lips. It's like, all right. I made some changes uh, to the whole blowjob scene. I think I'm just going to do my own stunts here. I think I'm just going to kind of go for it. I haven't before. I know you guys are saying we're not actually going to have somebody do a blowjob. I think I'm just going to suck this dude's dick on camera. So just let me get into the mindset real quick. Or can I practice? How do I method this? <laughs> I have also decided that uh, your character's brother comes into the room and also sucks. <laughs> and I have to, I have to, we have to do the steam camera on set. We're gonna film these rehearsals. Uh, yeah, so that's oh, yeah. kind of what went on uh, when we were shooting uh, Math. Say lottery just to bring it back to the topic that we're supposed to be talking about. Yeah, there was a lot of behind the scenes practice at the BNB late at night, two in the morning. Uh, Jerry and Hans, bunk bed buddies. Sometimes you'd hear noises. I had no idea what went on. I just fell asleep (laughs) on the floor and woke up later and didn't want to ask any questions. He just put (laughs) his headphones on and 
ignore the movement <laughs> of the floor. Whatever might have happened, I, at least I was asleep for it. You know? Who cares? I was tired and sleepy. Yeah, we heard you. <laughs> Hans, what was the most difficult part of acting in Mass State Lottery on this go around? Because you, uh, you had the most on your plate that was required of you both in terms of memorization and also in terms of um, just uh, enduring humiliation, like going yeah. to the park late at night dressed as a vampire, or maybe, um, maybe yeah. I, I don't know, what else were you doing? I think the, the most difficult part was not breaking character when this uh, ex-cop uh, person that you hired <laughs> Uh, I didn't know, by the way, that, he was a former sergeant, but he definitely looked and sounded and acted the time. Yeah, he had the he had the thing oh. with his eyes that when he started asking me questions, I was like, I'm not comfortable with this. It's like a feeling, like, yeah. He stares uh, straight through you. Yeah, and at one point, uh, his character says something that's very off character, and I had a really hard time not making a phase before breaking well, an and just like trying line. not to laugh. You say it's an affection yeah. line. Yeah, 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 it is. So, but but you're not expecting it from that guy. So when he said it the first time that he, he was kind of uncomfortable with it, uh, I was like, oh no, like I'm not going to be able to not laugh if this man says that. Uh, but, you know, after we talked to him for a little bit, like it, it was fine. I think we were able to pull it off. But yeah, just that, the, the cold, the cigarette was the worst part for me uh, just because I was out of commission and just sweating and cold at the same time. And I kept farting and burping for whatever reason. <laughs> like I just had a lot of gas inside of me. After well, that's, that, we just, like, that's just you every day. Of the that's shoot. just normal. I think yeah. that you were just more clear, right? You're just yeah. like, I, you had that moment of clarity. You've got a lot of toxins out of your body and you're like, wait, I do in fact, Fart a lot. Yeah. I don't remember much about when I come on this show, but I always remember towards the end, you just start fart, standing up and farting, writing it. Oh, right he can't stop pulling his like, leg up in a flame, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. He gets and it's sweater, disgusting. And then he starts burping and farting, and then we know yeah. that's probably time. That's probably time. <laughs> yes, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the last time Tim was on the show. Sneaking drinks. Sneaking drinks till the end. And then he starts flexing. <laughs> And growing as he flexes, thinking. like it pains him, like he's never been so physically active before. I wasn't sneaking drinks. I was drinking it openly. I don't know I'm, why you didn't you know. Shit, you were being a sneak. Bottle. You were going. Uh, and you were, dr- you were drinking a tea bottle and you were saying, I love this tea. And I, I, I was just like 50 minutes in. <laughs> Hans just it's starts looking. He looks so shiny toward the end of the show. I was like, wait a minute. That's Hans true. didn't look like that when we started. That's yeah. very yeah. unusual. Well, you will be happy to know that I've been off alcohol for three weeks now, or however long I've been back. So we were definitely I'm ashamed on of my past. <laughs> I'm ashamed of yeah, but how long have we been back for? Like three weeks, right? Yeah, I guess it's yeah. been a while. Yeah. Yeah. So so I'm ashamed of my past and I'm trying to not repeat it. <laughs> Moving on with my life. Every night of that shoot, every single night of the shoot, <clears throat> alcohol was being consumed. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, well, certain smoking substances were certainly, especially by you two. You two were going out maybe once yeah, every I, hour and a half. Once we got well, in the evenings, yeah, in the evenings we were done shooting. Hans and I would get fucking high as shit, 
we were already pretty drunk or at least like consistently buzzed yeah just to sleep it was cold yeah that's my excuse yeah that no that's cold. how we're staying alive you know what i mean like that weather's just not normal for us at all remember when we were freezing in the porch and then loris over here just comes out wearing fucking shorts <laughs> we like were a- just talking about it <laughs> we're like we're like smoking a joint and we're like dude it's so weird up here to be freezing and then to see a local walk freezing. by with shorts or whatever <clears throat> five minutes later loris comes out in a fucking uh, a button up uh mailman, a mailman shirt, shirt yeah. and a pair of fucking sh- shorts and he just like flip-flops or whatever hans and i are both hunched the fuck over like (laughs) there you go bro there he's trying to get it like this and we're like coordinating our shiver it's like fucking it's it's like the fucking scene in interstellar with the spinning but it's a joint transfer yeah and loris is over there with his his naked legs chilling He's just yeah yeah. Just yeah, like you guys man. ever you guys ever heard of these Japanese movie directors? This is a nice night out. <laughs> so the, the cigarette and the the memory, uh, or rather performing with Patrick, who plays yeah. uh, Richard Friend. Now his name's Richard Friend because in the script his name was just Friend because there was no name, and I was like, well, what's my character's name? Richard. I'll just call him Richard Friend. That's how having... art works. That's that's <laughs> mastermind. That's the play. That's for the IMDb trivia. There, that's a great those tidbit. Are, those are the people who get things done because there's a lot of people that'll sit there and be like, "What should we call him?" And then they don't write anything for hours. Whereas right. you're like Richard Friend, move on. Let's keep going. <laughs> we have to. Yeah. Did Did you deal with here. any with any actors in this, or have you? Because there's been some parts where we're wearing around. Where they come up to you with shit like, well, what is my motivation for this character? Or what if my, you know, tell me what I'm supposed to be. For. Or like, you know, when when actors get very into it and it's just like a line. Well, like me, I had fucking three little bits of lines. I have to like scream on the beach to get my fucking brain to chill out about like, oh, don't fucking move. Don't twitch your body. Don't, don't look at Loras walking around. Don't worry about this sound. They don't need to care about it. You have to just say lines. So I'm like, ah! Like yelling and trying <laughs> oh, to get yeah. into the fucking mind <laughs> that, mindset of somebody who's there. That was the most, technically anyway, the most difficult shoot to pull off on uh, this stretch of filming. Because I was like, oh, we're right by we're right by the beach. It's going to be very scenic. Now, obviously, the audio, you know, that's going to be difficult. But I didn't realize how difficult that was going to be. And it wasn't even necessarily because of the wind. It was because, for whatever reason, if you get close to the beach with um, lavalier microphones oh, and a shotgun oh, mic and yeah. zoom, it starts to pick up like a metal hum. And I've dealt like with magnetic this magnetic yeah. resonance or something. Yep. Yeah. I've dealt with mm-hmm. this problem a couple of times before. And for whatever reason, there's just a very like, low frequency. It picks up and it overwhelms the audio. And so we shot with Jerry, and it was Jerry's first time like properly acting in the film. Not do- Jerry plays like twelve roles in this movie. Everybody, everybody on this screen right now plays about three roles in the film. Um, but Jerry had his first piece of dialogue, <clears throat> which um, uh, took him. I mean, it was a lot of dialogue to remember too. So uh, you, you, naturally, he, he's going over it and he's having a hard time with it um, to boot. But then we also got this audio problem we have to deal with. And eventually after, I think about what, maybe an hour of trying to shoot that, uh, we just gave up, tailed it home, 
and then uh, tried to figure out what we can do. And I think we wound up finding a solution by recording through one of the iPhones, through a road app. Yeah, yeah. We um, strung up a lavalier into his collar, got it all done uh, in, in one go, uh, and did a couple of one takes that way, and were able to get the scene uh, pretty easily. So that was probably the most difficult to just accomplish. But I, I mean, by far, the most stressful day was going up to New Hampshire and uh, the malfunctioning of everything. And I almost just I literally my brain almost snapped at the at the realization that we may have lost everything from the day because for whatever reason, Nick's home. Or that project building is just cursed. It's on an ancient Indian burial ground. It, yeah, it's just a <laughs> hub of negativity. And my Can't God. go there ever? Never. Never going back ever. <laughs> my God. <laughs> well, everything you kept pulling out of the bag was like wrong or broken for some reason. Something, something like that's you... never happened to me once ever in a million years that I've owned this this production mm-hmm. backpack where it has like a perfect slot to put in your, your laptop. I left the card in the slot. And I pull out, all right, well, this is the backup. I mean, this is the card we were using today. I'll just, oh, the card is just bent in two. Well, what was the order, though? The order was that first your camera started malfunctioning. First first off, it was Jake's camera malfunction because it knew. Oh, the battery. Yeah, it was like, no, I ain't going, dog. (laughs) That decided to suicide itself around the time we were shooting with you and Patrick at the diner. So for whatever reason, I think he got a couple of quick shots and then the battery and the battery pack that would be used to charge it just decided to die. First time it ever happened for him. It didn't resolve itself, I think, until days later, right? Um, We get up to New Hampshire, which is already kind of a pain in the ass to get to. It's about an 80, 90-minute ride from where we come from in uh, Massachusetts. And then um, around that time, we start filming with Nick. And, um, well... Uh, there was a there was a problem with uh, the camera, where for whatever reason it just decided to say, "Oh, card not readable" or something, and it I couldn't film anymore. It just was out of commission. I swapped out the the card, tried to do some other things, tried to get me to format the card, which for those who are uninitiated means you erase the entire card. That's everything we shot that day. Uh, nothing on the card is coming up. Go. Hold on, then you go, uh, well, let me just switch cards. And then when you go to pull the other card, it's bent. It it's like broken bent and bent. Too. And Jerry yeah. kindly posted that to Instagram. To sh- show <laughs> 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 I would just to fucking shoot in general. Here. Um, so I see that and I'm just losing my mind. I'm like, I can't even think straight. We're supposed to get Nick here. Camera batteries are dying. It was just a worst case scenario disaster. One one problem after another. Now, luckily, somehow, by the by, just uh, pure happenstance, it was all recovered, and the camera magically started working after about forty minutes after backing up everything. And then we got it. We got the hell out of there. And then, of course, there was never to go back again. There's, there, there's, there's never just, to go back to New Hampshire again. Look, and I'll tell you what. I don't want to tell tales out of school. But uh, just the you know the environment of the place, not a great place to be uh, stranded for for two hours. I'll certainly say that. Mm-hmm. Very very uh, cat pissy. But um, anyway, then well, Tim it, shows up and everything gets better. That's well, why it, I, was, hey, it was I like a, <clears throat> it was like un unreasonable and unfixable 
and unforeseen issues, right? Like, because mm. we never fixed Jake's camera, it resolved, right? The broken card, we didn't actually fix anything. We just got everything the fuck off of it and moved on from it entirely. Uh, the camera, again, resolution all by itself. So it was, to say it's cursed, like, you know, I'm not going to say there's a metaphysical force beaming down negativity on us, but <laughs> I would not be surprised if somebody, if I die and God, God is like, yo, you know, I exist. Remember that time in New Hampshire? Like I, that was me. Be like, oh, yeah, you, you're not going to say that happened, but if someone oh. was using that, if someone was using that as an example for those things being real, you'd be like, be oh. like okay. All right. Okay. You know what? Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fucking A. We were very close to losing everything on that bent memory card. I it, it was very lucky that uh, it only the shell had apparently bent and not the mm. metadata or, or whatever was core. on the card. Remarkable. Yeah. Well, um, and to to like elaborate on the importance of the shoot is that was a location that we had rented earlier the, in the day. But yeah. We're not getting another time. An actor that we had come from a different state that we're not getting another time yeah. and then a trip to another state to do more stuff that we can't do another time. So literally everything there hung in the balance for the day, like in those hour, the hour, the 70 minutes or whatever it was. Right. I was just getting flashbacks to 2013. Cause when we shot what I was supposed to do is a first feature. And I, I, it was literally just like film school for me. Because I was like, uh, all right, well, we'll bring in this comedian from New Jersey. We'll rent a school for the week. We'll shoot with him. And, uh, oh, the script. Well, I got 40 pages in. We can just kind of make up the rest, I'm sure. Uh, well, we did a round of shooting over a week. And then um, I put it on an external drive, one of the most popular brands or whatever. But it wasn't, you know, heavy duty or anything like that. And I remember I was just importing the data, <clears throat> you know, the entire shoot. I was importing it over to uh, another drive and then the, the external itself just gently tapped the ground and the entire thing was wiped. That was the end of it. And so th this week of shooting, which cost probably close to uh, $3,000, uh, was gone. And that was it. And the actors were back in New Jersey and that, that was that. And we had to do that. We tried to do that two more times and nothing fucking happened with that. It's just, that's, that, there's still footage of that hanging out, but nothing has happened with that. I did a 30-minute video, little short version of it for YouTube. Took that off YouTube. It's, it's horrible. So uh, that's that was that. And I was getting flashbacks to that moment, which was just like utter despair. Would you do that as special features on the on the Blu-ray? Not on this. No. Maybe if there's no. ever like a comfort systems <laughs> Blu-ray or something. Maybe Maybe for something like that, but no. I had, I had a similar thing early on when I used to make skate vids. One of my friends was like, dude, go with me deep, deep into the city. It's like an hour, 45 minute drive. We're going to go to this thing called a Gons Gap. It's basically like eight stairs, a big three foot uh, platform in between the next set of stairs and then another eight stairs. So where it's 16 stairs, it's actually like, it's actually like 20 stairs worth of fucking ground and three stories that he has to cover two stories that he has to fucking go down on and we're like yeah sick and we go down there he fucking hits it a whole bunch misses 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 finally hits it on like a perfect three flip right and he comes back to me and we watch it on the viewfinder and i'm like cool and i press the button and it says like uh 
uh, do you want to delete the, are you sure you want to delete the footage? I don't read anything. I'm just like, yeah, come on, hurry up, go, 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 go. And I go, yes, oh. go, 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 go. They go out, they skate mm. some more stuff or whatever. They never go back to the gap. I'm sitting in the back of the car. Everybody's all sweating. And this is, you know, I'm going to review my footage. And I'm looking and I'm like, uh, this starts at night. That's like an hour after the Guns Gap thing. Oh, and, right. <laughs> and we're going, I was like, uh, shit, guys. I think maybe, I think maybe somebody <laughs> broke the camera, dude. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I think, yeah, the camera definitely got broken out there, whatever. Remember we dropped it? Remember, do you guys remember we dropped it that time? It must have broke it, dude. That sucks, guys. I'm so sorry. This it only broke Anthony. for that one. God, yeah. <laughs> the dude Anthony driving is like, oh, okay. And the guy, Edgar, the guy that actually went there, he was just so bummed out. But he was like, well, you know, the camera broke. No big deal. Oh, yeah, so, was... yeah. 20 years later, Edgar Perez, Anthony Milani, if you guys are listening right now, I actually deleted that footage. Accidentally. <laughs> yeah. I was ready to use that excuse after that. That shoot was odd. Oh, don't you guys remember when Hans dropped the camera and we lost all the footage from today? Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. Tim, you you're an indie filmmaker. You handle all of like everything yourself. Have you ever been in a situation where you wind up inadvertently destroying all your footage? I was just actually when you when you were talking about deleted stuff, I was thinking of actually it was a, a probably a year a little over a year ago. I was just hanging out with uh, some. I was working excavation in upstate New York and one of the guys had a turkey farm and every year right before Thanksgiving, they have everybody over. They, they slaughter the turkeys. There's a whole assembly line. <clears throat> and I was the, you know, I was the, the uh, city boy. So I brought my camera and I was like, Oh, I'm going to film this and try and do something. And of course what I had planned to f- the plan- way I planned to film it was quickly just shot down by what they decided to do which was stick me on the gutting table which was uh cutting out the guts of the the turkeys at the end and i filmed each process and then i got to i got home and i realized that the actual gutting process which i filmed the the most of where i filmed the guy who owned the the farm doing it i didn't get any of that nothing like i it was one of those situations where you hit record but it was the opposite of what you thought you were doing the whole time so that so you see like a three second clip and you're like oh wait a minute Uh oh oh no i think the next should have been a six six minute clip and that's not there so i actually told the guys the next day they're like oh did you get a lot of good footage because i was going to cut this shortened it's on youtube i was going to cut the shortened version of it and I was like, yeah, but I missed a huge portion of it. And it was, uh, I was like, but I thought of a way around it and it'll be funnier. But you guys will know that I screwed up, but that's just, be- but you guys will know that I didn't shoot that portion. So what I did was the whole aesthetic was like a 1940s news film reel. And I just did like that kind of a voice where it's like, oh, we're, t- we're killing turkeys. You know, that, that whole aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And then I got to that point and I did this gag where it was like the guy that was recording the voiceover was disgusted by the footage <clears throat> and said that we're not put it. Can we do an animated version? So I drew an anim- a crappy animated version and just stuck that in. So it became the cut became the joke. And I was actually going to, I was going to ask you guys, is there any situation where you found yourself missing footage or in 
in uh, backed into a corner where all of a sudden the way out of it became way more interesting and creative because you're like, well, we got to solve this somehow. And then that became something that, that that's usually, I think where indie filmmaking is all where it's all about. It's like, well, we couldn't do it the way we wanted. And then this is what we ended up with. You know what I think uh, actually yeah. took the same exact approach that you did is the fanatic. That's what just came to mind for me is, <laughs> oh, yeah, we had drawings that filled in the gaps to this movie where clearly they wanted to finish the movie, like actually shoot these things. And they couldn't afford that. I, I remember John Travolta had to step in yeah. and uh, he was like in the editing bay trying to give direction or something. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm sure that's been the case time and time again. I mean, not I don't have a, a particular uh, circumstance that's come to mind just at the moment. I'll probably think of something shortly. Uh, but what did come to mind is when we were shooting the uh, season finale to Comfort Systems, and I did a Christmas uh, bit as Uncle Rich, I, uh, I had a scene in that where I was going to make myself vomit, and I did make myself vomit. But I'm also my own cameraman, and my card ran out as I thought I was vomiting for the camera. <laughs> but, and uh yeah, yeah, needless yeah. to say that was not captured so i i did a simulated vomit after the fact which is probably not nearly as good but uh, alas yeah um, well i do i do several like multi-cam uh reality tv shows in like that grand theft auto server that i role play in or whatever uh and one of the things that i fucked up was camera positioning like i i had all the right angles to have like a a, a a and b camera get my one and two shots my wide and all that shit but i had several times where someone would be talking and i didn't have a square shot of that individual talking and i couldn't frame it like i couldn't uh, take a wide shot and frame it on them so i would just go into different times they were talking and get those clips and put those there I'm like fuck it, i don't have the shot i'll just repeat this shot a whole bunch and at, at the same time, I'll do that trick that they do in reality TV where I'll quick cut all my fucking uh, shot reverse shot shits. So you couldn't tell unless you actually had another two seconds of the clip that it's the same clip you just saw back to back, the exact same mouth movement to the T and body movement, because I would pad it with two or three one second shots of other things at the same time. So it would go quickly all over the place. And you're like, ah, that's reality TV. The truth was none of the people you were looking at were doing what you thought they were doing in the shot. Uh, yeah. I, one of the tricks I learned pretty quickly was if you have a neutral shot of somebody, but you don't have enough footage, you just copy and paste it on your timeline, then re reverse it. And if you, as long as you blend <laughs> yep. it, like yep. you can turn a one second <laughs> shot into two seconds and it's just like, it's this footage forward and then backwards, which is, yeah. Those are like the weird when you watch all the like the behind the scenes of uh, what's her name, Marsha Lucas, who made Star Wars what it is, really, arguably. <laughs> uh, when, with all the editing tricks that they used in the first Star Wars, like when you go back and watch it as an editor, like as a filmmaker, you start to. I think that's why he doesn't want anybody to see the old original, the original cut because it's mm -hmm. so bad, because it's so like janky, but. Mm -hmm it worked because if, as long as the audio people's perception of time is manipulated through the audio and then, you know, you can manipulate their perception of space and time visually, but 
but really if the audio is smooth it doesn't it, the, whatever the images are doing as long as they don't go they, they might go oh that was weird but as long as you keep them entertained fast enough after that they just yeah they usually the most movement. normies just go right by it yeah. right and most artists like us would be like oh, that, <laughs> oh <laughs> what the hell Watch this <laughs> let me go that, back no. hold on that Let me ruin this viewing experience and rewind it 15 times to see if I'm right or not. What happened the other yeah. day? I'm watching something and this uh, this guy's like changing a tire and someone comes up behind him. And when he puts the fucking tire iron down, he does it with his left hand over the, like, like across his body. And I fucking saw that and I was like, why the fuck did they do that? Why did they just shoot it like where he switches hands or drops it to the left or something? Like you can do this whole shot. By just doing this, like just move this guy over and frame it from over here, the exact same shot. I'm on it for a good five minutes. The show does not care about the shot. It's like at a all. second that doesn't matter at all. Second, and I'm fucking just like, there's God damn pretty, this guy. There's a pretty hard break in continuity, uh, like that kind of physical continuity in Wolf of Wall Street when Leonardo DiCaprio and Jonah Hill meet for the first time. Haas, why don't you just pull this up real quick? See, we have the screen share function. We have to use it. I think people enjoy it when they watch YouTube. What's this? I like what they like is a pull that up, Han. I think that's the part. Let's let's Google Wolf of Wall Street, Leo DiCaprio, handsome, Jonah Hill. And some... It's just going to be feel? two shirtless photos of them. <laughs> I was just going to just play out on a rug. What's out. going on with Jonah lately? I was What's just going to say, what do you guys think of his new look? Hans, can it. we pull up Jonah Hill's <laughs> new look real quick? Yeah, I don't have to see actually. his new look to know. I know he's like into fucking quote unquote fashion. It's a very Matthew McConaughey style Batman. appearance, very beach bum. Ever Love since he was raped by that cat. demon in uh, This Is The End, he hasn't been the same. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he got uncomfortable during some of those sequences, like when he's praying to to God to have him kill Jay or whatever. Uh, I, that's what I heard. I heard on set he was not – he was uh, – he was getting a little upset. He was like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Actually, I was thinking about this earlier. You know, a lot of people got those uh, Abraham Lincoln-style tattoos in fucking 2008, right? With like, like a, a ship. Like a It'll sailor, be like, a like an old yeah, sailor. Yeah, yeah. And the reeds going and like stuff like that. A fuck ton of people have that. And I was thinking, they're all like bros. And then you see fucking dumbass Jonah Hill. <laughs> he has like a fucking super crack in that tooth. You can afford to fix that tooth, dude. You can afford to fix that tooth. Oh, homie. wow. It's very Jim Carrey and dumb. Maybe that, that is, maybe that is the fix. <laughs> <laughs> Those yeah, this goes lower, too. Sure, like, I... Dude. I, I wonder if there's a picture of the full tattoo. Look at those that doesn't end pins. Yeah, yeah. Look up shirtless Jonah Hill, please. Is his, <laughs> is his earring real now? Because I heard in speaking of this is the end. He was like, I want to have an earring that nobody mentions, like Harrison Ford, basically. Like Harrison, nobody talks about Harrison Ford's earring, and he just always is wearing his earring when he's not in movies. So. That's why, Jonah, that's why Jonah Hill was like, I'm going to have an earring and this is the end and I don't want anyone to mention it at all. And he does play with it a couple of times, like drawing attention to it in a couple of close-ups. So I was like, is he have a real earring now? Is he, is he doing this ironically? I don't know. Is that a so- fake tattoo? Is, is this real? What is happening? <laughs> no, it's not fake. It's there real. you go. Yeah, it's real. See, see what I mean? 
Man. He doesn't have the whole reads and like uh fucking photos, <laughs> photo Bart frames Simpson. or whatever. So yeah. But he has a bunch of rockabilly style tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, like old. Man, is that, hold school. on, is that a is that a tiger he's got on his on his arm? What is that? A tiger and a wolf. Yeah, and, his, and his, there's right, a mom a panther, panther and a tiger. Right? Oh yeah, or a panther, panther and yeah. a wolf, right? No wolf. A lion yeah. on his top shoulder, I think. <clears throat> yeah. Cool. I mean, they're pretty fucking normal ass like bro tattoos. It's just weird that Jonah Hill has them. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, I could see a dude. He's like, why is there up. so many Channing Tatum coming up on shirtless uh, Jonah Hill? All Channing Tatum shots. Because well, they were in a they were in movies. Together. Hey, we were in a movie together. So yeah, let's yeah. show the guy in shape and let's show the can other we, one. Can we that. see him in his tattooed body next to Lena Dunham's tattooed body? Lena Dunham. Tattooed body. Why do you girls? Google do you remember how important sentence. the show Girls was? I like the first two out. seasons of Girls. It just yeah. kind of uh, it doesn't have an actual like interesting story after a little bit. It kind of just yeah, falls that's off. That's Jonah Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think Girls uh, was was that. I mean, look, I do think it falls off around season three or four, but I thought it was uh, pretty consistent. Oh, She's what's got a Dave, movie coming out. What's David Mamet's year? daughter doing these days? Hans, can you Google David Mamet daughter? <laughs> This this warrior chest plate that women keep doing is sometimes both hot and repulsive depending on who gets it. Zoja, Zoja. I'm not even going to try. It's racist if I try to say that name. <laughs> it's very Jewish. I'll mess it up. Zoja, Zoja. What's okay, up all right. Let, let's see the the Wolf of Wall Street, Jonah Hill. And uh, DiCaprio's no, no, no. It's on YouTube. You gotta go to YouTube. Okay. You get no. You gotta go to YouTube. Just yeah, one second. That's not oh. how you spell DiCaprio. <laughs> Listen, oh, you know, you know, it's a good movie that you guys should watch for movies. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, speaking of David Mamet, is um, it's right there. Hold on, it's right there, the top one. This one. Okay. What the heck? What is Spartan. it? Spartan. You should check out Spartan. Spartan. Audio. Spartan yeah. is excellent. Yeah, we. Uh, I can out. hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, is that your Nice ride. Thanks, man. Oh, he's got the teeth. I forgot. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. talking about. Oh, All coming together. It's so funny to me that fat man in the nineties used to wear those shirts where they just look like toddlers. It's <laughs> just color block shirts, just, just like a little boy now. What's the? Well, it's watching. Then maybe you'll maybe we'll we're see watching it first. the movie. Now, huh? Five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's five minutes. We got to watch it. Seventy thousand last month. The fuck out of here! I'm serious. Yeah, no, I'm serious too. Seriously, how much money? Hold on. Was he holding the cup before? Maybe that's what I was thinking of. You don't even remember what it is? <laughs> I don't remember. I, well, remember just, I remember noticing it in the theater. That's all. Well, it's <laughs> off screen. It's completely off screen. I, I do I remember. I tell you what it is. I do remember this was like, the editing on this was 
when this want was up for best editing, I, I thought it, that was an insult because there was so much in like, there's just so much that they were trying to condense down that you were going to deal with a lot of just inconsistencies and like breaks in continuity. So I agree with you there. I remember seeing this and thinking there's a lot of, I can't remember any of them now, but Hey, where's the cup guys? Hey, Paulie, you don't see it on screen. All right. No, no, no. Hey, it's when they're in the Did diner. he leave the Let's go Did back. he leave the cop? Wait, why is the cop not in his hand right now that he's in the phone booth? I just met this That's weird. Wait, hold on. Hey, hold on. Where? No, there's something going on here. Listen. You got a, you missed it. You went over it cuz you're jumping. Uh, all right. Out. All right. He's holding the cup. There we go. All right. Okay, he's, he's holding picked it. up the cup. Uh, okay. Is that Holly Holly Berry in the background? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12 <laughs> Holly Berry now. All right. Holding the cup. Uh, now he's Could... leaning on the glass, not on the... His arms lean in different ways. <laughs> oh, the cup's down now. You can hear it. No? It's all right. Drink Wait, he's, when is he chewing? Oh, there it is. Oh. Okay. Okay. Chewing. 70,000 last month. <laughs> the fuck? The fuck out of here. I'm serious. Yeah, no, I'm serious too. Seriously, how much? Cop coffee. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Hold on. That's Hold on. Corrupt. Hold on. Yeah, hey, the wait, wait, wait. The coffee. Wait, wait, one second. So he's smiling here. Yeah. And Not smiling chewing. there. Not smiling anymore. Oh, fucking hard. <laughs> we found the real See? one. Ass. Look. Ass. You know, There's a smile. There's a smile. There, oh, oh, no smile. And then no smile. Ah, definitely no smile there. Got him. You fucking... We, we cracked it. I feel like he's he's chewing here after he smiles. He's chewing, oh, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, there's the cup. You see that, guys? Okay, let's go back. <laughs> Wait, here it is. So he smiles and he's chewing. And now the cup's up. actually puts out a 20-minute video on the continuity errors in The Wolf of Wall Street. And it's just like right here, he's right-handed. And then right here, if I click flip screen, well, he's let's left go handed. back. Let's just go back and to the And he take a sip so from the coffee cup. He was going for the sip. <laughs> Ready? He's bringing it up. Oh, oh he's now chewing he's chewing. Now. now he's chewing. How peculiar. I thought the other one was better. There's another one, too. What a hack this... I, I don't even want to say his name, the director, because it's such a hack. Did you forget Scorsese's name? And I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the some Italian fuck, what's his name? Yeah, hey, I did. Anyway, that was fun. Well, I was right. Yeah. Anyway, so you, uh, hey, what's a, what, what's a fond memory from the filming of Mass State Lottery? Oh, uh, Harrison's show? Oh, fuck. That, yeah, Harrison's show. Fun. Damn. I forgot all about that, actually. Watching this it later so was good. also a fond memory for me. Because <laughs> 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 I had no idea what to expect. That was excellent. That, yeah, neither, neither did we, us, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was not anticipating. I still think he might be hip to what the reality is because. I mean, look, what what do you say? He had Asperger's, so maybe there's part of him that is just like a, like a mental genius somewhere mm. in there because he was able right. to call my age exactly 
and he started toying with us like a cat <laughs> playing with a mouse like oh you guys should have a podcast together uh, oh yeah really harrison yeah. oh really <laughs> is that right you're making a fool I... of us today my favorite thing was that before, like, we, we drove there, and it was, what, like an hour and a half or something? It, it was, was really long, for, like that. unbelievably long for some reason. Traffic. And the whole, traffic, the whole yeah, time, yeah. the whole time we were like, all right, so we need to figure out things to say. We didn't plan anything, so we were trying to figure out what to say in the car. And then at the end, we used none of what we thought we were going to bring up at all, because it was such a in the moment thing well here's what we do that, we, we uh, said hey we should have like a pattern strategy we should come up with a, an idea i'll say something and i'll bounce it off to you and then when you say something i'll bounce it off to me and we came up with this idea what like four days before the shoot and uh, then the shoot arrived and we just didn't do a goddamn thing yeah. we tried to figure it out in the car and then nothing happened in the car it was just hans needing to piss and uh getting a little <laughs> nervous about being on national television uh, local television local yeah <laughs> In a different country, and then yeah. the the most difficult part was not just busting out laughing in the middle of it. Like I, you can tell at a couple of points in it where I'm just like trying, and I'm I'm like, don't fucking look at me because I knew that if he looked at me, if Loris just looked at me, I would have just belted out. And a couple of times I saw him looking for like my. Eye contact. No, it's like no, you fuck. I'm gonna just ruin it. Can we, I'm gonna ruin right. it if I start laughing. Why don't we just let's pull yeah, this up real quick. I feel like oh. you probably know yourself so well that you can see when you're about to break. But as a guy who was just sitting there watching you, I didn't. I didn't get any of that. No, I, I didn't. I, I when I watched it back, you seemed pretty cool, calm, and collected. That's yeah. what I noticed. I, I was very nervous, uh, and I, at a couple of points you looked at me because you were trying i think you were trying to set up something or or whatever and i was just like please don't fucking look at me because i'm just gonna burst out laughing what's the channel he he's uh he easton or easton public access i believe it is he doesn't have his own youtube channel he edits and operates oh, the, here it is. the local station so harrison blake young who uh you know he does have a selfie up where he says, hey, I ran into a celebrity today. as a picture he took of his own reflection. <laughs> Don't bang the yeah. table. That's all I ask. I appreciate it. Is that his catchphrase? Cause... I no, think so. Just, I... <laughs> I think it's a legitimate concern before every yeah. show. Because yeah. <laughs> he does have that shot CD right player. Table, you just oh, like, there it is. mean mugging Hans. Well, Hans looks like, <laughs> what, I, what have I done? What am I doing here? Look at the head bob. Damn. Hans has his leg. It. His right leg is so into it. <laughs> I had this song stuck in my head for like five days before we did this. So I was, you know, was vibing with it. I love the green screen out of the legs. Like, yeah. I, I had no legs for the entire program. <laughs> oh, shit. You don't. Yeah, we wheeled him in. <laughs> Half man, half legs. Last table in front of the green screen. That's a good, that's a community access TV show move. Why do you think he chose this background? 
Uh, I don't know. That's, I was wondering that myself. I thought I was going to get requested, like, oh, do you guys have a photo or a business picture or something? It's just a standard Massachusetts building. These are all... <clears throat> I love yeah. whenever Loris like, his watch, but he's not even wearing a watch, I don't think. He's like, look, yeah, here. Yeah. Oh, he's got a <laughs> no, watch. he is wearing I have a watch. It doesn't work, though. It hasn't worked in seven years. Love the credits right on my face. <laughs> no shadow. No shadow or anything to make him pop up where, you know, nothing just... Queens, New York, and they actually contacted me last week to do a show. Said he wanted to do it. I don't know how he found me, but here we are. And uh, do you guys love the Simpsons uh, skin color tint that his videos have? Yeah, it's so weird. Was just, it was just cirrhosis. It's because they're chroma keying in the background. This wasn't yeah. after you smoked a cigarette on you. You have like a glow around you, Hans. Do you see this? Yeah, like, I don't know. It's you can just see the feather. Is pretty much it. Like it's just like a yeah, yeah. It's the feathered edge. Well, you you can't tell if it's the feathering or my hair is just bad. <laughs> my hair is just wispy there, but you can see it on my legs there. Ah, you can see how glowy that is. So my angelic glow. Yeah. He's a very energetic uh, guy. Very entertaining. So, all right, well, we're going to talk about how you found me in a little while, but, I, but I, what I do with every guest, and since I have two of you tonight, I want to find out all about what you're doing now and how, how you got Can I fast forward to when he's getting dates? Sure. We don't need to see the whole show. Yeah, I don't Those mics were so bad. You went through four microphones before we even started, and then mine gave up, or like fl- it was very flaky throughout the duration of it. Something. I'm playing a little stuff. I love the, the boombox boom on the right, table well, the whole time. Well, you pick me up one day from that stage. Okay. That's how we start that casual conversation. Yeah. Oh, by the way, my microphone, because of that same reason, is the loudest of everyone. I don't know if you guys <laughs> noticed that. <laughs> my mind is like here. You guys are here. Mm. The guy that like set up the microphones couldn't, couldn't do that. Where is I don't even fucking... think his, I don't even know if his is on. It sounds like he's no, it sounds like a room, right? Mic. Yeah. 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 Oh, the song story. Oh, you did. Yeah, I mean, this is a topic time theme. Is that what it's called? That's it. I mean, it's 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 been with me eleven years. It'll be if I'm doing the show in twenty years from now, it'll still be with me. Twenty years. Oh, now. Sounds like someone's adjusting mics, trying to fix it on the fly. Why why did you relocate to to Flushing, New York? Well, that's kind of a a long story. Okay, well. Oh, there we go. Wait, your microphone doesn't work either. Yeah, no, my microphone uh, quits and then comes back every time I look in your direction. I was trying to, I guess, distance myself from a lot of what I had going on here. Okay. His mic also acts up. Yours is the only consistent one throughout the entire show. 
he introduced me to this live world. We can okay. hear my breathing. Yeah, you can hear your My fucking dry boogers that I had from the weather, just my uh, oxygen trying to go through them. Yeah. Well, okay, that's a, that's a good amount of time. But sure, but in those I want to get right, well, to the awkward point where he just. Yeah, I mean, I'm listen. I mean, I'm doing what every. I live in the moment, you know. I mean, I didn't. I never thought I'd be this. Have gone this far with it when I started it, and uh, I never thought I'd still be doing it. The very first night, the first thing I said was, "This is topic time. It's a new show of miscellaneous topics, and I'm just trying to fill an hour with my my own voice." And then a few weeks later, I got my first guest. And, and I got on Facebook at the end of 2010 and into 2011. And next thing I know, I'm reaching just out. Just going on about his life. World and, and I've yeah. had guests on from all over the world. And I've had guests come from all over the country. That's the one thing we did so plan and do. Element before. What's that? Was that uh, we're going to ask him questions so that they half an hour ago quickly. Could call in yeah. yeah. Five and six. Now, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind having a call in element again. We kind of did that a little bit. Show, like, well, I, I, mean, I, I, I would like say maybe toward like the midway thing point. He's got a great deal. Yeah. Right. I mean, Joe Rogan on his show would be. Joe Rogan, in fact, I had, I had Steve Sweeney on and I warmed him up for Rogan. Steve Sweeney, the comedian. Yeah, he warmed him up for him yeah. two Rogan, years before he was a guest of the Joe Rogan this week. in 2018 and Rogan interviewed him in 2019. Oh, right. Rogan's good. Rogan's good. Oh, he corrected the spot retroactively. One year, my bad. Show, which is wonderful. Well, I think it's easy to do that when you're intoxicated. I think, right? Oh, 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 yes, big yeah, I'm going after <laughs> Joe uh, because he's, you know, he does the show. The microphone's so well, fucked yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. deteriorating. And I try to keep I like my show fist, as upbeat as I can keep it. Right. I, try, I, yeah. I do not, you know. I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the talk. You can do animal impressions. Oh, you fuck! Yeah, I was, that came out of my yearbook. <laughs> wow! He's really, he really like, oh my god, this guy is actually an investigator. <laughs> been a while. I, mean, I did I, like, my best to set up the house here. Do you want to put you on the you spot? No. 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 <laughs> I, yeah. Is Harrison Young was, his stage name? Or oh, there it is. I, I don't know. I, th- I think it's his real name. I feel like he's not the type of dude that would use a stage name. Like he, I feel like he, his brain doesn't function like that. No, he's too proud of his actual name, I think. Yeah. Well, cause he, and he also says oh, his. Who would lore. ever do that? What a loser! Who would? He says. He says his right lore the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't want to put you on. What I thought you were going to say was, Here it is. I have a special skill. I have a photographic memory for dates. Like you told me a date of birth, I could tell you what, what I was doing the day you were born. You know what? I noticed that on one of your shows. You did cite something toward the 1980s. Well, on one of the episodes, he showed me. It seemed like a. You were born in 1960. Liar. <laughs> Well, what? I saw that on your Facebook page. <laughs> <Me? laughs> oh. You fuck, you're, you're like this you. old, you're like this old shit. It's just, no, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> you're born in 1967, right? <laughs> right, you look about you look about 31. If, uh, I'm 33. Okay, close. Uh, well, I'm sure if you right told me, I'm body. saying, if you told me a date of birth, I could tell you, well, that's because I have Asperger's and it enables me to remember stuff. Cause this is where I felt bad. Days. I felt like, oh, no, yep. we're taking it. Right, you a date. I also felt bad, but I also was like, well, let's test it. Let's see if it's true. Yeah. <laughs> let's see if this works. Let's <laughs> what year? Uh, uh, 87. Um, August 10th, 87. Let's see. All right, hang on. Uh, this is where I was like, don't look at me. Well, well, 
because if you looked at me at this point, I was just going to burst. Well, I did there, but I was just going to burst out laughing because he wasn't working. Do you want to pick a different one? All right. Let's say uh, uh, June 16, 1994. Uh, okay. Hang on a second. Sorry. Uh, this is a great, what, 20, 30 seconds? Yeah. Rain Man lied to us. Is that what we're finding out? Is it people can't? Can we zoom in on that face? Oh, go. Oh, so you? Whoa, geez. Okay. Yeah. Well, we don't want to keep doing that too much. Yeah. We... <laughs> I thought you might find, I thought you might find that interesting because that's that's something that that's something that I do. All right. Let's let's get Listen, toward the end. I can't even remember what I did yesterday. So. That... But there was one scene where uh, where what's his name? Sipowitz, the the short guy. Oh yeah, he started talking about some movie that when neither he, you or no, me. No, NYPD Blue. Yeah. Oh, was that it? Yeah. Yeah. The, when he said Sipowitz, I remember the first time watching this, I was like, he would talk about Detective Series. Prosmolewski, Blue, and Sean Hanley. is the only character from The Wire that I like. Only two. Didn't want to give his files away, and, they, and he goes, "This is going to be great." You know, I don't know. It was kind of funny. I don't, you know. I mean, it's always funny when you see a cop show. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. There's some kind of an altercation between the two between two detectives. And right. Don't, right. Don't see eye to eye. I'm sure that yeah. goes for real life. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. We're kind of like a married couple sometimes. The way we bicker back and forth, but it's always, you know, it's never, it never goes too far. He's not throwing like coffee. Cups Would you? All right, let me ask you this. So yeah, it, it, it's like some motion your body you makes. You That's a cold line, by the way. It's some. Yeah. Look, I was still pissed. I started laughing so hard at that. Uh, uh, what was the fucking? I think I was gonna say because I got completely distracted. Oh yeah, there's some body motion you make that reconnects the microphone. There's some short in it. Yeah. No. But what about you? Because I mean, you're you're fairly new to this. Right. Well, it's a lot of just staking places, right? Just sitting around waiting for things to happen. That happens a lot. It's not very exciting. Uh, but we do when we do solve something, we do have a little party ourselves. So that's great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Motel party. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we, don't. Yeah, we just we don't have to say what it is, but you know, it gets a little wild sometimes. <laughs> Safe. Safe. <laughs> 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 just you guys, or do you have other people? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. so good. Oh, you don't have to. Yeah. He's the brains, I'm the muscle. Oh, I understand. We, that that we established at the beginning. You're the hands. Right. Well, gentlemen, guess what? We're down to the final five minutes of the show. We made it go by fast. Joe, wow, just in case. Yeah. So I hope. I was so brokenhearted when he said that. That's <laughs> <laughs> like I want more. And I hope you had a good time, and I hope you covered as much as we could. And I, you know, I enjoyed. We're you. trying to get a second appearance, and you shut it down. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate the fact that you seem to seem to get in the topic time the way I way I get in. Interviewing people on the show. Let me ask you something before we go. Uh, yeah. Because you mentioned before the show that you have someone that you work with. Have you had repeated guests on the show? I've had I've had people come back, but not too often. I, I take pride in getting new guests every. Oh, week. okay. Oh, well, never mind. Well, no, gonna... that's okay. Well, it doesn't mean I. Can't. Listen, there's no <laughs> rule like that a person can't come back. I have had repeated get repeated guests. Okay. Um, and that you know so, you know there's not, so again. Nothing's off the, off the table when it right. comes to that. Because this went, I mean, I think, I don't know much about shows, but I think this went really well for like a Okay, well, what I want you guys to do, like yeah. I may have mentioned at the beginning, is look at the camera real quick. Give shouts out to people that are going to see the show. Condense them, family members, friends, or whatever. I, uh, the way we started it with Mike. Can, 
and you're snapping and you're clapping. Would you mind if I do that in Spanish to shout out? Go ahead, back sure. Home? <laughs> no, no, no problem with me. Mi familia de Juarez, muchos saludos a mis tíos, mis tías, mis abuelas. What did you say? I just said uh, hello to my uh, my aunts and uncles and my grandparents, but I said it incorrectly too. I was so nervous that I said abuelas when it was supposed to be just one. I'm taking you down. Oh boy. I'm taking you down. Okay. Oh boy. Wait, wait. Do you see how excited he? I'm taking you down. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> guys did a wonderful job um now what i always say to every guest too before we wrap it up is if you had a good time with me and i i, I don't know if the, the likelihood of this is, is big with you too because because of the difference the line of work the, yeah. right the yeah. type of deal that you have but oh then, here he because i i remember that uh that um you well, you, know, you sorry you mentioned uh or well, he mentioned your age through facebook And I knew that the Facebook page that you had up was not your real one, the one that you were contacting him from. Right. Uh, so when he put me on the spot and he was like, maybe you can share it on your whatever. And I was like, oh, I, I, don't, I don't have, don't have one. Text me, call me. <laughs> I'm an open book. Um, We know a couple of people. I, I know think. some perverts. That's what I know. Perverts? <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. Really. Yeah, yeah no, all right. Don't, not, keep yeah. the perverts away. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, now, is there anything, just before we wrap it up, is there anything you got going on that you want to mention down the line, anything, any interesting events? This is, uh, that's basically the end of it, fine, I think. I always ask the guests if they overlook it's something. Get out. You guys did a Hopefully, uh, in a, a very easily found Google search. Yeah. Okay, well, you guys did a great job. Now we move on. All right, folks, thanks for watching Topic Time. Next week we won't be here. It's Thanksgiving, so have a great one. Take care. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank bye you. Bye. And here we wait, go. Wait, 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 wait. I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait. It's Thanksgiving, so have a great one. Take care. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye, bye. And here we wait, go. Wait, wait, wait. Come on. <laughs> Hans both bites his lip at one point and sticks his little tongue out the side like he's so into this moment. <laughs> I want that gif right there, just on loop. <clears throat> I wish he had joined on our clap though. Oh man, that was just great. Change, he he can't change it, but yeah, that's a branch, right? <clears throat> I think so. But yeah, that was the that was topic. That was that was a blast. Have you been in contact with him at all? Nope. No, I have not. I was gonna reach out to him and tell him um, what the score was, but uh, then I just didn't get around to it. I don't know. Maybe maybe I, maybe we'll go back someday. Yeah, just uh, don't tell what the score is and go back as Rafki and Devlin again and just, you know, do the role play there with him and never let him in on it, even after the film. The I feel like the, the move would be to go back either, like, looking much older, even though it's only been, like, a year or something, or as different characters and try and play it off like we're brand new to the show. I yeah, don't know. Just the eye again. We yeah, send just, Jerry and Jake instead of you and me, and it's me with your clothes and everything. Oh, I remember, remember you looking different. Like I don't think he would, he would just go with it because you know, <laughs> just it's a show. 
Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, that was uh, that was definitely a fun time. That was much more fun than I was expecting it to be in the mo and navigating the the studio and and getting into it in the moment and all that warm up. And I I don't know, could have fallen apart. It did not. It worked out to the very end. It seemed like he made uh, we made his day rather. Yeah. Uh, hopping on that he show, very, he seemed very excited by it, he, both he during it. and after. What was it? What was the ultimate goal there? with uh, going on the show uh just have fun have a little piece of media all right yeah i might do a tune-up to that and try and fix the audio a little bit and put put something out but um that would be probably i mean maybe it'll go i don't even know how that could fit in the movie maybe it'll just be a special feature or something like a credit scene or something uh we uh like we're fans of him because he's such an interesting interviewer that we've seen well, I've seen, I don't know if about you guys, I've seen like five, maybe six ep uh, episodes, not full episodes, but just, you know, moments. Uh, so we're just like, let's, well, you contacted him. You came up with the idea of contacting you came, him. So hold you on. Get it. You came up with the idea and I said, no, this is, this is, oh, this is a great right. idea in theory. And then in practice, okay. we're going to feel bad or something, or it's going to not be as charming to have to endure this man for up to an hour. And then I, I, that night I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to reach out to him and book this show anyway. And, uh, yeah. we, I mean, at like three in the morning, he wrote back, to, I had to switch over. So I have two Facebook pages. I got my real name and then I got Laura as Wonderbread and I switched the Laura as Wonderbread one to Richard Rafke, Queens, New York, and had to delete all the mass state lottery posts and memes and all that. And just make it look as legit as possible. Even though there's only like 80 <laughs> friends or whatever on there. And, uh, I, talked to him for about a day through that and he was sending me big block paragraph text messages so big in fact that one did not deliver at all <laughs> so he said he, he brought it up and i was like yeah you know you didn't get back to me on that and then um i think he sent a screen cap or something it was just an enormous text it couldn't go through the phone it was so oh my god um and then uh, we followed up a couple of times leading up and met up at the public access station. And it worked out grand, I think, um, aside from the microphones, obviously, acting up. I think that would have been much better if they didn't. But all things considered, uh, that was a very fun time. That was definitely a highlight of the shoot. I don't know if it was the highlight, but it's it's up there. It's top three. I think, I think it's... Uh... It's really funny knowing all the inside bits or whatever that are happening right there. But from this is the perspective of somebody who's like never seen it, it is probably very bizarre. Right? Because yeah. you guys are supposed to be like private eyes, but you're like buddy pals. I'm, I'm here looking for a guy. He's a real pervert. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, we, uh, or at least I think myself that if, if this was uh, spread, by like a big account, he would be huge because of how much of a character he is. Like going back to public access from the nineties uh, or early two thousands, where it was just full of characters like that. Uh, so yeah, that's <clears throat> maybe not the hope because I would love to help this man in any way that we could help him. Uh, but yeah, yeah why I don't feel I just like hit if... up Justin, my old pal Justin Wang, and say, "Hey, can you just show yeah. everyone this video on all your social media?" <laughs> Yeah. Well, Tim has yeah. a PewDiePie chair. Do you think you could maybe just hit him up? Tim, and... you think you could get in touch with your old pal PewDiePie? I, yeah, he just has to, I have no he has doubt. He to punch the chair. You know what, politics. Fist. We just 
He'd just say, <laughs> hey, man, it's me, a Baltic. You, you know, us, talk? Us, us Baltics <laughs> that say the N-word regularly. That's right. You know? <laughs> that's, what, that's what made me buy the chair. Hans, like, he said, what, what just happened? Why did you get so just, scared oh, by the I light going killed, off? I just killed my light. The light went off and he fucking jumped real quick. <laughs> yeah! The fucking cockroach well, ate my power cord. Hey, about 30 minutes into the show, I noticed him going like this or something. Like someone's <laughs> flying by his head. I didn't even get to address it. It was so He's cool. got a bat. He's got a bat in there. Got mosquito season here. This is knocked into the fucking glass. Hans, have you seen yes. any uh, any critters around your room since that episode of Civic TV? No, no. Uh, I, I started uh, uh, using up. box spray. <laughs> <laughs> I started cleaning more regularly, so no, I don't step on on roaches with my bare feet anymore. Which has happened a couple of times. It's one of the worst things you can do when you wake up at three in the morning to take a piss and you just step on something crunchy and juicy and you just know immediately. Gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boys. Yeah. I'm sure we can you can all relate. Fabulous Costa Rica. <laughs> Every time he suggests, oh, we should shoot something in Costa Rica next. It's so cheap in Costa Rica. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think back to the perfectly timed shot of him being like, oh, there's cockroaches all the time. Here, look. And then he stops and then just puts his foot in frame. That's like, how did that even work? There's no way that would work. That's like whenever you're like, surely I can cross the street right now. There's no cops on either side. And then as soon as you step the foot down, you know, the cop rolls up. It was the same yeah. thing, but it was a cockroach. It was yeah, it's most spectacular. One of my powers. It's one of my powers. You know, it's a third world can... country power. I can make a cockroach show up in proximity close enough to step on. Now, would it ruin it's the magic a... if we planned that? And my saying that was to set up for him to do a visual gag. Where he's where been he's, keeping an he's actual gag for, like an for two hours no. of the broadcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It worked, it worked perfectly for whatever reason. Uh, but yeah, that's the like the the... Latin American power uh, that uh, I don't never mind. I was gonna get into. You know, I was gonna say you know uh, Captain Planet. They weren't brave enough to give him a ring where bugs come out, so they gave him a heart. <laughs> you know, the power should have been. Yeah, um, that was very long winded enough. Brave enough to give him a ring where bugs come. Out. This is a deep cut because you have to know what Captain Planet is. You have to know that the Mexican character existed. You have to know the Mexican character had a heart. Yeah, of heart ring. else who had like yeah. a specific thing earth yeah. and water yeah so, so to all of our 40 year old listeners i bet you're laughing right now <laughs> bet you got that one <laughs> uh is there anything else from the shoot we haven't mentioned that was like a big because obviously there's a lot we could probably if, if we were strictly covering that we could probably do two shows on it but uh what I mean, what else uh, comes to mind for for you guys? Um, I'll check bartender. That's weird. Shout That's out, exactly what I her. thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out to her. She was hot. What the one at the uh, pizza place? Yeah, or at Bones oh. Up, not the pizza. Oh yeah, place. the pizza. No, let's talk about that pizza. Pizza place. Oh yeah, the pizza place. Jerry, well, Jerry, you made friends with like every service worker at every establishment. Except the, Except pizza, the place. pizza place, right? Yeah, that was the one place where I was like, "Yeah, fuck this person." 
Man, I fucked this lady. <laughs> this was all right. I, I, for the record, pizza was not top notch. I'd give it a five out of ten. I've uh, lowered my score on it. I originally, I think, I said six point five out of ten. If we're going, I'm not like the Dave Portnoy scale where that six point five is a good rating, but right. my six point five, which is a D plus, uh, that was a little too burnt for my liking. Um, but yes, Jerry detested the pizza, detested the restaurant. And that woman. That and ate server. none of it. Well, I mean, look. All right. It went, it went there several times. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That's, a, that's, uh, that, that's the other. Yeah, that's the $2 pizza one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. The place where I was getting uh, a slice for fucking $2 and it was greasy and they would just throw pepperonis on top of a cheese slice and then microwave it real quick and give me. Pristine pizza. Loved every second of it. This place, I can't even remember what the fuck it was called. They had like fourteen dollars, and we asked the size of the of a of a of a normal regular or whatever that they had there, it's like whatever they fucking called it. And she's like, "Oh, like this big?" I was like, "Nope, fuck that." I paid thirteen dollars for a pizza. Look, for seven dollars, I can get a fucking Domino's pizza right now, and I'll eat that whole thing, and I'll never once give a fuck about the quality of it because it's seven dollars. But there's four of us, and we're gonna get a thirteen dollar pizza, probably yeah. you know one each or go halves on it and it's gonna be fucking small you're gonna still be hungry and then it came out and i was totally vindicated i was like no that pizza <laughs> looks like shit it smelled like shit like they used cheddar <laughs> cheese on it or some shit on it like yeah <laughs> solid fucking pizza bro solid pizza and so i was actually there like talking shit but you know there's some people over there i'm not yelling but i'm probably talking voice loud enough that they can hear and i don't go quiet about my criticism of a thing just because a waiter comes up that my criticism of the pizza has nothing to do with your service right aside from that though her service was shit she's just basically like what do you guys want they're like pizza she's like okay and then they're like can i have it with cheese and she's like yeah okay and then we get a drink yeah 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 like there was no, like, you know, we have a drink to go with it. Do you guys want plates? You know, are you guys sharing off of one thing? There was none of the stuff a regular service person does. It was just like, well, you guys want pizza? Okay. And we're like, all right. And then she came <laughs> up, she she gave it to us, and then she dips. And then she comes back. I think Lowrez and I both had, like, empty drinks for a minute. Doesn't give a shit. And then eventually she's like, oh, you want me to refill that? It's like, what the fuck's happening here? There's no way your pizza's this bad and your employees are this shitty. There's no it was, way. It was also the first place, wasn't it, that we ate out? No. dinner. We ate that seafood place. It was right? the second or third day. Or Oh, yeah. So when the three of us linked up, because Jake came in kind of late that first day, uh, you guys grabbed takeout from the seafood place that was by, like, Big Lots, oh, yeah. where we wound up shopping. But I think we also Hell, went yeah, out. That was good. Oh, no, no, no. I, I ordered dinner that night, and then the next day, then that wasn't day two, was it? I feel like that was day three. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe uh, it may have been day two. Was we that your in Boston? Is that yeah. your food that took like three hours to get it? Delivered? Yeah, my, my, oh, my thirty-eight dollar uh, <laughs> fucking ravioli that came cold, and in the rain they just sat it out on the porch in the rain. That was nice. Yeah, it tasted good. Listen, it was not worth the price, but uh, yeah, no, I think the pizza place was. Uh, I guess it was day two. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What did we shoot that day? What did we shoot the second day? Hmm. 
Well, we went around the block. It was the first time we out. Airport stuff? Was that the day that we went to the airport? I think it might be. I have... Well, I don't have the drive plugged in right now. Fuck. Never mind. I did notice a particular... uh, What you... You shared a location shot, and I recognized that shot from a a movie uh, with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, Cheers. That's right. That's we right. went to Cheers. <laughs> you were there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. What up? I enjoyed that hallway. I enjoyed that hallway. What a fucking shit fucking tourist trap that only... Oh, cheers. Some yeah. people fall for it. Yeah. And it's not even a good tourist trap. Like, you know, that I still I still think this is the worst thing about it, besides the fact that it stunk and that they didn't like the interior obviously isn't cheers or whatever. Um, when you open the door, it just plays the cheers music. It doesn't do norm, which is like kind of what you expect, right? Like you expect the audio thing to come out to go norm. Okay. That's the cheers thing. Imagine being a worker there. No, I know, but both of them <laughs> suck, right? Both of them suck. Hearing that do 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 every five seconds because that's how yeah. it was, right? It yeah, never yeah. played for for very long when we were in there, but we heard it like seven times. I didn't even pay attention to that. Now that you say it, I I didn't even notice. I think I was more upset by the fact that it looked nothing like this show because I didn't know that they didn't record it. So I walk in and it's like, oh, this is just a pub. Mm-hmm. Like what's so special about this place other than it says cheers on the walls that's cool and there's just hot and steamy in there and just stinky well yeah. and they do that they i think they also that's part of their social media is to show uh close like pressed in angles of things or just the drinks or food or just a, a member of staff behind the bar and never enough of the bar for you to see that it's not actually cheers and I, again, in my brain, I know it's not going to be Cheers, right? I know I'm not going to get any of this. It's going to be all that shit from Cheers. But I expected a uh, like an open pub area similar to like, uh, like let's say like Patty's Pub, right? And it's always sunny. Mm-hmm. Bar on one side of the wall because we're obviously underground. And then like an open space right there with like fucking a couple of pews and a couple of tables. <coughs> but it was like a fucking maze. Like turns around the corner, goes down a <laughs> tiny ass hallway where you are walking sideways already, but then there's staff too, like there. There's it's a store, shit. a store in like the hallway. It's in a very awkward place that causes traffic. I mean, like a yeah. fucking yeah. bottleneck. Yeah, it's not. It's not really. Uh, I mean, it's worth the stopping by there if you're in the area to be like, I actually saw the sign in the front part. The part that's in the show that's kind of cool when you see stuff but it's a such a letdown to go inside just don't even go inside yeah so everyone that didn't get my captain planet joke uh cheers was a show 40 years ago <laughs> 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 even older than captain planet, he made such a deep cut also i a 33 year old man was excited to go to the front of cheers yeah you know when no, ted right. danson was 22 years old yeah, uh yeah. this show came out and yeah. yeah. Do you guys regret uh, not getting a Cheers sweater, a Cheers t-shirt? Fifty two ninety nine. Fifty yeah, fifty dollars or some shit. Fuck that. Fuck Tim, that. <laughs> how how would you rate your trip to Cheers? Uh forgettable. Uh that's how I'd rate it. But it's so weird that you guys are bringing up Cheers because I was helping my father's friend move bales of hay into a barn today. 
day with four 70 year old dudes and they were talking about one liners from Cheers. Hell yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> one liners yeah. from, from Norm. They were just doing Norm one liners like <laughs> all day. And I was like, man, we're talking about Cheers again. Two, two Cheers references in one day after, I don't know, three weeks of not hearing about it since we've been there. And before, prior to that, <laughs> I don't know, years. 20 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but, but cheer- also out of out of context. So it's just like, huh, I bet she won't do that one again. And you're like, wait a minute. What is this old guy saying? <laughs> right, like, well, uh, one, of the, uh, one of the ones that he said today was uh, like, um, what was the bartender's name? Woody. Woody, yeah, Woody. He was like, Woody, stop me after one. Nah, make it one thirty. Like those were the types of jokes. That they were uh, that's fucking good. And I was like, those that's... are pretty good jokes, though. They're they're, they're pretty good. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. I expect to hear me steal that somewhere eventually. <laughs> yeah, we gotta start watching yeah. Cheers, but the, to get some lines from it. That that tourist trap is uh, it's bizarre to me because. I think I've been there once, maybe when I was really little, like my parents went when we were there and they were like, yeah, it's based on the show or the, and my dad is like, well, not really. It's an underground bar named Cheers. That's about it. That's right. Well, that's another thing. It's It's not called Cheers, right? Right. The actual, (laughs) the actual bar is called something else. Yeah. Cheers. No, it's called like uh, it's like Sam's Bar. It's called like the ru- rustling, the rustling bowl, the Ted Danson like Hangout. It's like not. You're, you're yeah, right on. here as the yeah. Bull and Fitch Pub. That's what it is. Yeah, it is Bull actually Fitch. the Bull, Bull and Fitch, Fitch Pub because or Finch, excuse me, because when you Bull walk in, you'll yeah. see the signs all over the place that say Bull and Finch, and it has Bull. their logo on there. Yeah. And then it'll be like, oh, the Cheers Bar. The bar that in, uh, the bar that inspired Cheers. That's the shit that's all over the place. So even Holy when you go inside, bitch. it's the same as meeting a dude that's like, "Hi, I'm a Don Cheadle lookalike," and you're like, "No, dude, you're white." And he's like, "Ha ha ha, I'm the guy that inspired a Don Cheadle lookalike." <laughs> all right, dude. <laughs> Whoever came up with the idea of the show got drunk at that bar. At, at, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that was it. it inspired cheers that was it so it's uh, based on what was the best eatery oh dude teriyaki place was the teriyaki house in fucking teriyaki. chinatown that shit was fucking lit. that wasn't chinatown uh, that was just south boston just south some boston. asian people there but nice chinatown okay, we bad. did hey chinatown was a fun day though chinatown yeah. we got the i think we got some of the best footage of the shoot hanging out in chinatown Tim, you should have been there for Chinatown. You should have showed up a day early. Yeah, I, I almost forget. Yeah, forget it. It's Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have loved. I, I absolutely enjoyed we, uh, Chinatown. For we sure. did a karaoke bar, and uh, it was a little. Mm. I mean, it was kind. Of, it would look for the price thirty thirty bucks for an hour or something like that. It was kind of a cheap mm. room, but it looks great. It looks terrific in the movie, and then also uh, you guys shot a little little skit that will probably come out uh in early 2022 oh, yeah. i'm thinking that was uh a, a, a roaring success i would say based off of my little composite and i also oh, yeah. it's a very scenic area in general did we get yeah. any food mm-hmm. or did we do anything else in chinatown or we just walking around 
we didn't really get food. It was kind of interesting because it, that we were t- talking about how uh, it smelled super good there, and then I think yeah, everything looks everything looked good in those bakeries too. Just, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. And then we I left the area like fucking pizzas. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we wound up going, I think like 20 minutes out to go get Chinese food. So right. that was yeah. how the day resolved itself. And we, that's when we got teriyaki house, which is a favorite of mine. And, um, I did break my vegetarianism during that to have myself a nice plate of delicious general. So's chicken. And that was a highlight for me, a personal high. That was my Thanksgiving dinner in advance. Um, Wasn't also, there more meat that you ate throughout the trip? I, what, listen, Hans, I don't, I don't really, uh, I don't, I, you know, when you're eating for survival, like Tim does, right. I was taken after Tim's necessities <laughs> eating. Um, you don't yeah. think about these things. You don't think about what's alive, what's dead. You just chew. Just got to eat. Okay. Get it in you. Uh, yeah, dude, teriyaki place is pretty lit. I ate at that place, Luigi's, like, I mean, every like day. Five, every day. Five of maybe yeah, pretty Breakfast. much every day. Uh, that place is fucking great because it was just cheap and the pizza was the same every single time I went there. The pizza place was day three. Day two was the Mexican spot in okay. Braintree. Oh, that, that was, was pretty good too. That place was not bad at all. Um, didn't you? Didn't you also have a giant roast beef sandwich? Uh, roast beast. Roast oh, beef. Oh yeah, I had a big ass roast beef sandwich. That was fucking good too. I, when I go places, I don't really like to like go to Boston's number one clam chowder place, right? I like to go to like the Hawthorne's family restaurant. Opened since 1982, and when you go in there, like that's how it's been every time. Both both times that I've gone. It's just been like locals basically in there with the thick ass accent and they don't give a fuck that you're in there. <laughs> they just ask you like, what, what can I get you today? They give you your shit. They leave you alone or at Luigi's they put on fucking uh, Steve Wilkos and they go, oh, <laughs> like for like 30 minutes. And you're like, this is amazing. This is a great experience. Yeah, so the type of place where the, the lady that's cooking, she's just cooking in front of you while she talks and then she sticks her finger in tries it just keeps going like nothing's happening yeah i love those places the two waitresses that were working there uh started talking about the dudes that they met on like plenty of fish or whatever dating website they were on or whatever and she was like i have i have five children three of them are mine and and, and there's a couple of them that just i take care of fostering one and then and then whatever the uh, the dude that was hitting on her he's like uh Oh, so does the dad take care of them? And she's like, no, not much. He goes, oh, so you have six children then, really? And I'm like, yeah. this guy's <laughs> trying so fucking hard. To bag this threes that Jerry was in love with. <laughs> you know, another big personal highlight of the shoot actually can't. You know, that last day of shooting was much more productive, I think, than... Uh, what I was expecting it to be, just coming up with certain things on the fly or just going out and, and filming whatever we could get. Uh, but a big personal highlight of that is our old pal, our friend, dear friend, uh, and cast and crew member, Francis Zeger, decided to show up and uh, go out to eat with us one night and drive drive the rental car around. And boy, was that a real experience. <laughs> that was a real experience. But he was very inappropriate. Was... He said some very racist and sexist <laughs> <Yeah>. things. <laughs> I have it all documented on video. Uh, someday they will be released. But for now, um, it is being kept private. 
Yeah, yeah. these old German guys, right? You, you can't, you can't, you can't get yeah, it out he, of them. You know that German accent was not really around that often. He just sounded like an <laughs> old man most of the time. He did say some Nazi stuff, but I think it was just mainly a neutral American accent. Yeah, uh, great guy. The like I have him too. Yeah, that was the guy in the cardigan. Great okay. guy to have around on set. Yeah, he, had he got some pizza, I think, too. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, he yeah, got yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got some pizza from, ironically, my favorite spot, <laughs> Luigi's. Yeah, yeah. he was—he yeah. was dressed very youthful, wearing the uh, Knicks jacket. <laughs> um, He's a basketball fan, dude. It's yeah. bizarre. So that was that was very. That was a. It was it was fun hanging out with him. That last. I'm glad he could show up just in the nick of time. Right, Nick of time, the Nicks, the Nicks of time. I mean, yeah. I I I really enjoyed that shoot. Right, we've done now 18 days uh, working on that film in on location at least. Right, yeah. and uh, I mean, you know, you have hiccups and stuff, but I think all that creates the experience. You can't really sit around and talk about like a shoot where it's like, well, uh, my actor showed up on time, I pointed my camera in the right way, and and I got the shot. And then they went home because then it's just like, well, what, you know, then the rest of it's just the party stuff that you do, you know, it's cooler to be like, well, we had this actor sitting half naked in the cold after we poisoned one of our other actors with a cigarette while our FX team and a producer fucking shot blood into tubes, tubes and shit, because we were maybe a little, a, a little more ambitious about tube sizes than we thought we should be. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, in retrospect, we needed like a foot of tubing. <laughs> And there was and about twenty feet of two or something like that, trying to just blow and not even. Yeah, it, it was all very well, by the, in retrospect. But by the way, the people that were working with the tubes are people that smoke twenty four seven. Both of them. Right. <laughs> so they just blowers, trying you know. to just blow into it while not passing out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that could have also gone real bad. Because somebody suggests, I won't say who, somebody suggests, and this is days after Alec Baldwin murders a woman, because uh, we had an actual switchblade, was let's just cover the blade in tape and yeah. wrap it around his... No, no. absolutely <laughs> not. That's not how this shoot's coming to a close. No. Um, but all, like, like, like Jerry was just saying, all hiccups aside, I much preferred this shoot to the first... I mean, granted, we were all, you know... Uh, rooming together in a one, I mean, a studio apartment, right? So there's that thing taken. So, and Quincy, you know, maybe we had a 7-Eleven in walking distance or whatever, but I feel like this one on the whole was far superior to that first round of shooting. And all the hiccup, it, for me, it's really, it was one bad day where everything bad happened in that one day and everything else was smooth. And I thought that was terrific. And we also got some new faces in the mix, like, like fresh face Tim, here in the bottom right-hand yeah. corner of the screen, getting to meet Tim in person, watch some Buster Keaton, and uh, uh, we also got right. to meet Spencer and his buddy, and Liam, and Tom. Tom, let's Who almost go. banged up that dude's oh, car yeah. like several times. News! Oh, God. Okay, so... That was... Uh, so when he this went is around not the corner. Some... Yeah, go ahead. This, this is not something that we've talked about, because obviously the guy was there with his car, but... Uh, it was a stick, right? The car, mm-hmm. and then Tom, who's seventy, what? How old Almost is he? Almost eighty. Almost eighty was like, oh, I haven't driven one of these in a while, but I'll, I'll figure it out. 
he gets in the car, and as soon as he, we start going, you just smell burning rubber. Mm. <laughs> like he's just he's doing something wrong. Just and like then much. every time he goes, to, every time he goes to change the the what do you call it the gear gear mm-hmm. yeah the gears, it's like. <laughs> And he's like, oh, no, hold on. Wait, we're a second while driving and while we're <laughs> recording the thing. Uh, and then when we were done, like, I was just like, yeah, let's just because it, you could smell that something was happening with the car that was not supposed to be happening. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So hopefully his car is fine. Uh, also, Speaking of cars, getting another a big low light of it was uh, waking up to parking tickets oh, about God. half half the length of the shoot. Um, that because was you not... guys are fucking retarded. You didn't check the mailbox. You fucking oh yeah, such a smart the mailbox idea. Yeah. At an oh, Airbnb. Yeah. No okay, so let me tell the story. So every day uh, we're upset because we're getting what twenty dollars tickets for parking, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Now um, we well. At Loris was told that there's a parking pass that you can get. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. I was never, t- there's nothing in the listing about that. And I said in my okay. review that was not made clear because I went through it all oh, okay. once that came up. And then also after the shoot ended, it was never made clear. Okay. So I'm taking advantage of the fact that I'm in the States. So uh, I'm ordering a bunch of packages from Amazon to get there. Uh, one package that they deliver, it, it was in like an envelope and they put it on the mailbox that was next to the front door and something was missing from my package. So I'm like, let me just go back and check to see if, if it's missing from there. And then I see an envelope that says parking pass. And this was what the day before we left, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or the day, the day before the weekend or the weekend they weren't charging us at all. So it was just, yeah, something we found when we didn't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, a, a regular listing, a regular place like that, it'd be like a, a parking pass and the keys are left on the island or they're put in the mailbox yeah. or, you know, this it's this part right here. This is how you go right there. That was kind of, uh, that was kind of annoying. I mean, it was eventually resolved. Uh, the, I thought the one weird thing, though, was the toilet seat broke. Yeah, someone's oh, ass was a little too fat, I think, to crack the seat. <laughs> All right, I'm sure it wasn't that, you fuck. <laughs> Hans, you didn't have to admit that it was you. <laughs> is, is I didn't discover it until we were in between things, so it wasn't even like we could be like, well, who just used the toilet? And nobody could yeah. be like, oh, yeah, it fell down harder. I sat hard. Literally, I was just standing there peeing, and I noticed the crack. So it's not like a, a caper to solve, but it's like, what the fuck toilet Ow. seat? Just right. breaks the fucking yeah. half randomly. What the hell's going on? Yeah, and it sure we, did. We partied but, a little too hard. That's, yeah, that's I what happened. Yeah, <laughs> too many uh, early morning shits. Maybe I would wake up yeah. hearing. Yeah, we had an or... order, so I would be the first one up uh, for that reason because I wanted to take care of myself, and then everyone just started <laughs> piling up. Take care of myself. Of myself. <laughs> <Needed> nursing <laughs> jerk off. <laughs> like you I know, was just taking care of something in the back room. Bear back, yeah. Uh, you're failing clothes. to mention regarding the parking that we did try to outsmart out with them oh, by yeah. parking 15 minutes oh, away from the apartment. <laughs> well, one of ticketed. the one of the nights that that uh, me and Jerry thought it would be a good idea to well, Jerry thought it was going to be a good idea to just find a place at like two in the morning, but me and Jerry are stoned to fuck. Like we're both. <laughs> So high, allegedly, 
that we're just walking around getting lost in the, in the neighborhood because <laughs> all the streets just going to each other. Uh, and then we just start finding those old ass creepy houses scary. Uh, there, there was one, there was one house that had a red light on, on the top floor on like the attic. And it was just a red light. And we're like, all right, let's move on because something's happening. Here. We don't want to be victims. Yeah. We don't want to be the victims here. Uh, then we saw, oh yeah, there was a, a window where there was like a, a baby hanging, hanging like a baby Halloween. Was also terrifying. Yes. And I just go, Jerry, look. And he turns around and he's like, what the fuck? Like he just got <laughs> this. And then another time with a lion statue that we, we, were, we couldn't see it from the angle. And then when we walked past, it was just a lion there that scared the shit out of both of us. Uh, but then, yeah, we, could, we walked around for what? For like half an hour in the freezing cold. And we couldn't find a place that, you know, where you could park it at all. We found dick all and had to fucking use the stars to get back to the fucking house. <laughs> yeah, because we got to a part where we had, had not seen before. So we were just like, hold on. Well, this fucking house looks like the same as that other house over there. Like, they all look very similar. Uh, so we were just in the Twilight Zone episode of never-ending houses until we were able to figure it out. Yeah, the fucking, the parking guard knew our car. Because what it was is like, so let's say Monday we got a ticket from badge number 85, right? Tuesday we got a ticket from badge number 22. On Wednesday, I'm like, okay, fuck these motherfuckers. I'm parking up the road, bitch. You ain't getting shit. And I go park up the thing. I go and I look the next morning. Fucking badge number 85 gave the parking ticket. And I'm like, this motherfucker told that motherfucker. And that motherfucker told that motherfucker. So these two people are like, no, I know that fucking car. I'm going to, it's parked here three days in a row illegally. It's going to do it a fourth time. And fucking sure enough, I didn't. Got us. You know, we're, we're also forgetting some of the peripheral characters that were uh, part of this, this journey of ours, like the, the Dunkin' Donuts hangout crew, which is a very Christian religious group of men. Oh, yeah. Uh, and very intoxic, literally drinking open natty ices in the corner <laughs> of Dunkin' Donuts. Um, One o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, every afternoon and every evening, getting into very aggressive arguments with one another, bringing up each other's nieces and granddaughters. Saying you can't you can't say that about my granddaughter after he's saying your niece would be ashamed in heaven. <laughs> I miss that, but there was always a, a tall natty ice on that man's hand Hell every time yeah, we would go, no matter the time. Yeah, he would have a party. Oh, Hans and I saw a dude fucking almost die from an overdose. Oh, yeah. We were at Luigi's yeah. and. And one of the fucking people there was like, oh, look, someone's trying to help that dude that's asleep. And then they were like, oh, he ain't getting up at all. Oh, shit. So we were just like looking out the window at this dude slumped over on a fucking bus bench. He looked dead as fuck. And then the cops came and they were shaking him and lifting him. And we were like, oh, he died. We were both on our pretty sure certain that dude died. And yeah. the fire department came, whiffed him up some fucking Narcan and he popped back up. And they were just like trying to hang on to him. He was so fucked up and shit. He was, he was angry. He's so <laughs> he like, you ruined my high. He was so pissed. He was fucking enraged. It's just us and some good old Boston construction workers watching a man die on the street. <laughs> yeah. Good times, brother. Very good. Very good.
Uh, Tim, do you have any personal? I mean, you were only there, unfortunately, for what, like a third of the shoot, maybe. I think you came in in the last three days yeah. um, around the 18th and we wrapped on the 21st. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you have any personal highlights of your of your time as a member of the Mass State Lottery crew 2021? Um, I think it it kind of all blends together it, for me because it was a lot of things at once. And the thing that I found very refreshing is how uh, how smoothly meeting everybody and just going into it was. Because I literally got there 15 minutes later. I was driving Jerry to over to a location where I was meeting a bunch of other people, and we just got right into it. And I. It, it, you never know how meeting people that you met online is ever going to go <laughs> because you never know how people are advertising themselves essentially with their yeah. social media or with their podcasts or anything like that. And you guys are all genuinely just real. So it was very, I was expecting it to go the way it did where it was just like, you just meet everybody and it's just, you're just not on Maybe. Zoom. You're not on Zoom anymore. You know, right, right, right. Yeah. Out. And that's basically how it was. Which, well, I, 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 I appreciated we... that about, and the whole crew. Everybody knew what they were doing and what was expected of them. There wasn't a lot of chitter chatter and nonsense. It was like everybody knew what their jobs were, and I, I appreciated I, that. I think having the experience of working on it last year helped with that, though. Because right. if we had just met for the first time this time, it probably would have been as smooth as it was. But the experience that we had last year, like we kind of learned how to work with each other as the days pr- progressed. And I, I think that's probably why by the time that you got there, we were, everyone was like dialed in into what we were supposed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's always, it's always kind of awkward just not knowing how someone's going to like if they're weird or if they're like a weirdo or like right. oh this this is not the person that I talk to or like I've talked to who was the biggest before. weirdo on the shoot? I was uh, very apprehensive about cooking my meat and the way I was eating it because I didn't want to be like an annoying food freak. <laughs> eat your food. I'm no. very self conscious about that. Because you never know, like you you never know when when you're the new guy who just because right. in that case I was the new guy so it's like oh geez i really don't want to be rocking the boat by cooking my steak and eating some of it raw while cooking some and having weird existential thoughts about cellular life and what i'm doing to uh (laughs) to sustain my own existence by heating this up (laughs) like i was just like i hope i'm not that guy right now like oh tim filled the place with smoke from his meat well no i i think it was just i think it was just you and me in the house when that happened and uh, the thing that happened with me was that you were recording videos of whatever and i thought you were talking to me like five times <laughs> and i was like what you uh, never heard me you never heard me and i was like what's that oh oh he's recording something and then i would just go back to my computer and then i would hear you talk again and i'll be like oh never mind like yeah, five but, times <laughs> i i'll even talk i there's i even have a history of talking to my phone when i know i'm not recording just because i know the nsa is probably listening so i'll just say <laughs> right. things to my phone and people are, are you just talking to your phone and i was like you should get used to it it's always listening. it's always listening. <laughs> there was the there was the hey guy, gay guy. That guy oh was very strange. Oh, yeah. that's funny. That was great. We met, a, we met a hey guy, and like I'm not very approachable, anyways, right? So this 
my response is usually gonna be like what the fuck and this dude just comes right the fuck up and goes hey as if he fucking knows me and i just go no 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 your your uh your tone is incorrect the hey was more like hey it was right. more like did, a. Did he it was touch more, you? More like did he a, grab your arm or something? I feel like there was some kind of contact, wasn't there? He he came out to do the hey, like you're my friend, yeah. stop walking. But he caught himself before he like right. He got out. Hey, there was supposed to be something after that, and then he saw I wasn't whoever that was, and he was just like fuck. And the problem was I was walking in front, so he's also in a pack of my friends afterwards. So he's like. Yeah. Uh, how do I get out of here? And like tries to dip. He's like, "What the fuck just happened well, to us, guys?" You, you also yell no. Yeah, and he said, "Yeah." Yes, and he. I think I. If I if my memory is not failing me, I'm pretty sure he said like, "Oh," or like he reacting <laughs> in like, yeah. a, "Oh no!" Like in yeah, a, in a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was right we, after oh, or before karaoke, I believe. Wasn't it so? Yeah, he. This was a very drugged up, intoxicated gay man, and um, he. Yes, he. He went on his way, and uh, then we also ran into a, a salt and pepper duo outside a, a bar, which was like a middle-aged black guy and a really old white guy who looked like I. I guess Jerry. I remember Jerry assumed they were trying to start shit with us, but they were clearly just drunk and having. Fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody's trying to start shit with us. Uh, the angry African dude that same night, whenever we were leaving Chinatown, that was honking at me while we were literally African. No, these were Mexicans, weren't they? No, they were African. No, they were like, that's why he's like, ah, you motherfucker, you, uh, yeah, motherfucker, you mother. That's what he said. No, 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 no. you're misreading. Were they Arabs? They were Arabs, and then Hans did an African impression in the (laughs) backseat instead of of a proper Arab one. Okay, yeah. my bad, my bad. Because I I tried to do an impression of an Arab man and I sounded African, so that's I think that's where you got confused. Yeah, there. you were like big uh, man Tyrone impressioning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Bald dick yeah. style. No, I uh, <laughs> we had these dudes honking at me and I fucking hate honking, but we also were going to leave, so he could have just waited like fifteen seconds and I'd have pulled the fuck out, right? And he's like honking, so I just flipped him off and then was. I was going to stay there. If he was going to stay there, honestly, we would have spent 30 minutes just sat in the car if that guy was going to stay back. <laughs> Motherfucker, you. <laughs> and then he pulled up and he's like, what? And I was like, fuck you. Find somewhere else to park. Go. And then he fucking leaves. I yeah. hate driving in Boston. That's what I would say mm-hmm. I hated was the driving in Boston. I'm a pretty high-strung guy just all the time, usually. Uh, driving is usually a very uh tense moment for me i hate bridges boston is a bunch of bridges i hate being honked at everybody honks here's the thing about boston red light red light red light green light honk as soon as it's fucking green light the car (laughs) behind you's like go fuck dude i have to it takes longer to lift my foot off the brake to go to gas than it does for you to press the fucking horn (laughs) give me a give me a second motherfucker there was Holy a lot of that that, that first day coming coming from Logan Airport and then going back to Logan Airport to get you, Hans, and then going around the block and trying to figure out how to get back to the neighborhood and check in. Just a lot of all kinds of uh, uh, confusion. 
Yeah, my town is a square. You want to go to a place, you go straight down the square and then turn left or right, right? Boston, it's like you have to take the specific lane and go over the right bridge and then merge at the right time or else you're on the wrong side. And everybody there drives like ass. So it's actually fucking big. I was so relieved to have Tim driving me for two hours around the fucking state because he's just like, fuck it, I'm pulling in, I'm driving like they are, and I could just finally like, oh god, yeah. Even if we get into an accident, I'm not responsible, I'm fine dying, it's cool. I uh, I used to live in that area, and it, it, it's weird, because as soon as I got off, uh, whatever it is, whatever the route is, coming into Medford, I, as soon as I got in, it was just like, you just snap back into that line of thinking, whereas where I am, and Delaware it's it's called lower slower Delaware for a reason and uh totally different <laughs> different style of driving but Boston's a nightmare so I appreciate that you felt safe with me behind the wheel during the nightmare yeah yeah <clears throat> I mean we even diagnosed <laughs> car problems together while we were driving around yeah it's true a much better ride than being in control of the drive and then even like when I was riding in uh with Jake we were stuck in that traffic going to New Hampshire and that mm-hmm. was just like fucking infuriating even in the back seat like the traffic is that state man you know what they need to do send it off bro just fuck it bro full send it out of there get sendy that's my new uh favorite uh term now get sendy get sendy (laughs) well get sendy's nuts we've been doing this for over two hours now uh what all right the the closing uh the closing note oh, Ali you take this one Hans uh, uh, if you could summarize the shoot in a single word go um family <laughs> oh you <laughs> what the fuck oh isn't that what that's you called it at the beginning of this I thought that's what I thought it wasn't even a callback never mind. Oh. Yeah. Sure, I remember that though. Yeah, that call back you were being a sentimental nice guy. Yeah. You yeah, know, I... This whole movie, it's about family. Yeah. The yeah. scene where you're smoking the cigarette, I won't give away the, what's going on, but yeah, that was about family. That yeah. It's about family. It's about, yeah. yeah. Making my parents proud that I can finish a cigarette, but I can't. <laughs> I like that. I like the idea of like an uncle's scene that go like calling you what the fuck's wrong with you, you can't smoke a cigarette <laughs> in you Spanish. know i went over those takes of you yeah we we shot at like uh i think it was 120 frames per second or something whatever is uh, like very standard slow motion and um the entire time i only got one usable take of you inhaling because you kept staring at the cigarette like you were nervous or something like you wanted to make sure you were doing it right you just kept <sighs> looking down at the cigarette not relaxed at all just but we, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't smoke. <laughs> I was trying to like look natural and also not die, which I was already feeling. Like I was already feeling the dizziness and the oh, this is not going to be good. Uh, I'm glad you got your take, I guess. <laughs> and a lot of extra footage of me just slowly getting sweaty while only wearing a shirt in that cold. Yeah, which is again kind of infuriating because I said, hey, could you just like take your shirt off for this one one bit? And you said no, and you, I think your shirt wound up off for off. a good forty-five percent of the shoot anyway. On, I, I said, sweating, well, yeah. "We'll just do shoulders up." You know, you can pull your shirt down. No, I don't think so. 
You want me? To, you yeah. want me to smoke a cigarette, and make myself ill for an hour? Yeah, yeah. I'll do yeah, that. All right. <laughs> you want to go walk down the beach in a short sleeve shirt and twenty degree weather? Yeah, I'll do that. But you want to see my shoulders? Yeah. I don't think so. Not today. Wait, uh, you guys are arguing that whenever I sh- showed up. So all I I was getting out of context was just like, just pull your shoulders down. It'll be fine. Like you'll be okay. We'll just show a little bit of skin. And I didn't know what was going on, so I just jumped in, and I was like, yeah, come on, Hans, you can do it, yeah. And I found out what the scene was, and I was like, oh, I've already committed this bit. I gotta roll with it. Well, anyway, that has been our little post-shoot recap retrospective for for those tuning in. Does anyone feel like there's, I mean, there probably is, of course, we just can always be getting, gotten into it another day. Does anyone feel like there hasn't been a, a you know a stone left unturned? Hmm? No. Okay. All right. I, don't know. I, can't think of it. I mean, we can save it for the for the commentary track when oh, the movie yes. comes out, right? Yeah. 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 I'll, we'll tell the Seven Eleven experience on the commentary track. Yeah. Terrific. Cool. Okay. I'm tuning. I'm already hooked. I'm tuning in for that commentary track. <laughs> It's uh, it's gonna be great. We're gonna have each member of the cast do their own commentary. This is gonna be a stacked Blu-ray <laughs> DVD. You're gonna be able to hear Liam's sixteen commentary. audio tracks. Yes, yeah. we'll get we'll get Tom's commentary. Get Tom, hell yeah, we'll get Harrison for Harrison, Harrison Young. Young. Harrison <laughs> Ford. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. Um, all right, that has been movies for this week. Uh, Tim, Jerry, thank you so much for for joining us tonight and. Uh, for staying up late, you know, it's past some people's bedtimes in the cast. They can't, you know, they can't endure being up after 10 o'clock. I don't understand it. Young men these days. But that's how the roll of the dice went. They did four instead of five. Four is the lucky number. Four at the B&B. Four on Civic TV. Season three. Are we, will we ever pick that up again? Who knows? Find in, find out next week. Tune in. Tune in live. Right? Yeah. Oh, I don't want yeah. the end of your show to be a business meeting where we start having <laughs> that conversation. <laughs> All right, that's that's been movies for this week. Thank you for listening. <laughs>